Welcome to episode 151 of Open Your Toys Cast. And the number may not be a milestone, but the episode is. It is our 10th fucking anniversary! So... It's hard to believe that uh, uh, 10 years ago tomorrow, actually, we're recording this on the 7th, we released our zero zero episode, our, our pilot episode of Open Your Toys cast with Mrs. McFavorton and I. And I think it's the only cast that was under an hour, believe it or not. <laughs> None of ours are, that's for sure. Yep, that's for sure. And tonight will not be either. Um, so if you didn't know, um, this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And what are one of those? Mr. Rock. Star Wars. And what's another one? Swayze. Masters of the Universe. Mrs. McFavorite. Team. Oh, just said that. God damn it. <laughs> and burn. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go with uh, G.I. Joe. <laughs> the, the most forgettable one at this point. Exactly. That makes me a lot sad. Yeah. <laughs> so we also have the. Uh, what's the best way? The undying, the the ever loyal Lotus on the call with us tonight, with with whom none of this would have been possible. Lotus has been spearheading this effort. He's been reaching out to people. He is going to be our time fascist. So as <laughs> I start to babble too much, especially an hour or two into the show, he's going to cut me off and hang up on people. Um, so uh, I have a hard cut off at seven mountain time, so... Yeah, so this cannot be longer than three hours. Okay. All right. If you want to kick it with us, um, like most of our homies do nowadays, that is on our Facebook group page. It's facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. 
toys. You can also head over to the website, the official website, which will be redesigned by the time this episode launches. That is OpenYourToys.com. At the top of the page, there's links to our show notes for every episode, where it has links to everything we're talking about. We may not be talking about too much this episode, though. We've got a lot of guest stars coming up. Um, If you want to be notified when we release a new episode on the website, you can subscribe to the RSS feed. Like I say, the show notes have all these links as well, because you can subscribe to us through iTunes, through Google Play. You can listen to us on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can find out when new episodes are released on Facebook at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. You can follow us on Twitter, which our Twitter actually posts our episodes. I didn't realize that. I've been doing some double checking here. Um, We do have an Instagram, but no one's posting to it. I (laughs) I didn't even know what it was it's uh open your toys cast um or you can me- email us at team at open and even though it's our 10th episode and we put out a big thing uh hey come on the show and maybe you can come on the show we still didn't get any voicemails. That makes me really sad. No texts? <laughs> no texts. Like, I did for the chorus for the last 10 goddamn years. <laughs> I did get an email from Google that said their texting service went down for like three days and they were unaware of it. So. Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, the, yep. yeah, I'm sure. Well, we got all our texts. We, we, missed, we missed all of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. McFavorite, where can people find you, ma'am? You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com. I think it's Jessica Spiller or Instagram. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. Yes. And Lotus, where can people find you, sir? Uh, They can just go to YouTube and uh, type in Lotus Stark. That's the Lotus, and that's it, because Lotus is a very private person. I mean, uh, I'm in the group, so if you want to <laughs> chat with me, you're welcome to join the Open Your Toycast group and, you know, chat. Yeah, he is actually the most responsive in the group, by far, and I don't even have a job, and he's more responsive than I am. <laughs> so, uh, Bird, how could people get a hold of you? <laughs> Uh, you can reach me on social media at Vans28Skate or uh, Facebook, uh, Phillips. Nice. No an- Instagram for you? Or did you for just me, say it For me, Vans28Skate. It's all, my, all social media. Okay. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what he just said, dude. I thought he said Twitter. <laughs> my bad. No. See, I'm already not If listening. you type in Vans28Skate, you'll find me under everything, just pretty much. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, uh, not to cut anybody off. Sorry. Um, mine is Jessica with one S. Fuller. Uh, Moving on. Sorry. On, on Instagram? <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, Sorry. okay. Facebook. You said that already. Yeah. No, I, I did say Jessica with one S. I just said Jessica's Fuller. So oh, this is true. Fuller, you're going to get not me. <laughs> you're going to get a different Jessica Spiller and I hate yeah, that which might be fortunate but yeah. <laughs> and Swage welcome back previous yes. co-host of nice to hear cast. that voice on the line oh yeah miss you too babies alright you're a little low I don't know if you have a headset yeah 
<laughs> not, no, not in an octave <laughs> in volume. Yes. You're it's always low so in the far octave. Away. I mean, you're hung low. I know that. That's part of the allure, right? Like, <laughs> stick your ear in a little closer. Like, what's he really saying? What's he really saying? Where Where can people find you, Swage, nowadays? Mm, usually Twitter, Instagram. If I bother looking, it's just going to be Swage66. Just search that, and I'll pop up somewhere. Hell yeah. Is that and- better? Does it sound better? It, it's still a little low. It, it's not that it's low, it's just hollow. Yeah. Like empty. Like my soul. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully then, this works. It's okay. And then we have a uh, very special guest star that's going to be joining us for the entire show. Mommy. We got rock, and and I did it once, but Mastrangelo, is that right? Pretty, yeah, pretty much right on, Mastrangelo. <laughs> All right. Oh, mass. So um, instead of moss, mass? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mastrangelo. All right, rock. Where can people find you, sir? Mainly now on Facebook. I used to be really active on Twitter at Rock Mastrangelo, Rock Mastrangelo on Facebook, but now I get stalked by my job, so... I'm mainly posting in the groups and not publicly. So, yep, Facebook, you'll find me on the groups posting a lot of third-party news. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Rock has really become our poop master, poop master laureate of our group. Hey, I'm a 12-year-old, so, I mean, toilet humor is still my favorite, unfortunately. I haven't grown up, so, you know, when you go Target, go food shopping and you know, buying all the other miscellaneous nonsense. I got to try to keep myself uh, amused somehow. So I sneak off to the toys because my son don't care about toys anymore. Only I do. And uh, <laughs> just try to make some little funny pictures or videos. So, yeah, try to amuse Anything myself. to ruin Lotus's day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I mean, I, I found a poop toy today and I posted in the group. <laughs> I was just looking at the Halloween candy and there's freaking poop toys there for Halloween. So... Yeah, Apparently, poop is a seller. I mean, yeah. is it really? Is it no, selling? Because I saw some of those poopsies on clearance at Target. So I don't, I don't know. know. Is it really that, those? Those uh, that that Facebook page? That lady who's making uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> making stuff out of moose moose turds, and she's making so much money right now that she put up. She had to cancel orders because uh, she can't fulfill them. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that the. Uh, the, she's gonna, she's totally backed up until the twenty third. Yeah, yeah, it's what she said. And then she says, "Thanks for your shitty, uh, your shitty um service." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the poop clock sold out. She said it's sold out right now. <laughs> I know that yeah. had nothing to do with toys, but I, I had to post that. I mean, yeah. I felt it was the, the perfect oh, place to just. Dude, I sent that to so many of my friends. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and so. So other people know our group is for fun. It's yeah. not just for toys. Post whatever you want in it. Anything you think of a bunch of <laughs> men that are late 30s, early 40s would enjoy. <laughs> that Our group's the place for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, the cocks of the universe were, were not for everybody, but, you know, some people <laughs> thought it was funny. <laughs> wow. Wheeler's that, that the one The cocks of the universe was very interesting. I <laughs> Yeah, I found it funny yet, yeah, yet kind of disturbing, right? 
No, not even that. I just, there's no word for it. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Vern. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I love that. You know me. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Any any cock thing that I see them all burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost on a daily basis, I get things sent to me with pictures of penises. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> Speaking of cocks, what are you drinking, Mrs. McFavorite? Oh, look at that awkward silence. Damn, why did that? <laughs> what does... What does wine have to do with cocks? <laughs> that has a lot to do with cocks because all cocks do is wine. That was a man joke. <laughs> um, so I am drinking wine, as I just said. It's called Apothic Red. And inspired by Apotheca, a mysterious place where wine was blended and stored in 13th century Europe. Apothic Red offers a truly unique wine experience i like it it's good and for you, I it's really good i didn't yeah. ask you liked it i just said i'm drinking it <laughs> dick <laughs> all right uh for uh posterity let, let's hear what you're drinking lotus <laughs> why you're just gonna you're just gonna laugh at me that's all just mock me for my I, I tell you i did crack open a green apple gatorade this weekend oh yeah i mean i was living life with that thing but uh yeah i'm just chilling on the uh the lg fridge water and you didn't save it for the show no no i i, I didn't save the green apple for the show <laughs> uh vern Oh, I, I'm having Coors Light, but I'm I'm having shots of Rumplemints along with it. So I'm having a combination here, nice. both coming one from the Rocky Mountains, the other coming from the German Mountains. No, no, <laughs> true Colorado even drinks Colorado piss. Seriously, dude, Coors Light. Maybe lots of people drink Coors Light around here if they don't drink import stuff. But yeah, <laughs> we're we're a huge import town, like you kind of get looked at funny if your beer isn't darker than piss so <laughs> so is it considered an import for you guys <laughs> is what Coors Light yeah no I just I don't like dark beers I don't like any kind of stuff like I don't like IPAs any kind of I don't like anything like that um, he likes it all easy drinking <laughs> what's that you well, like easy drinking <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big beer drinker, so I, I just like something that doesn't have much of a taste just to get me going, you know? Yeah. Um, what Does uh, that Rumplemints have a description on it? I'd no, love to hear uh, that. I actually, no? it's, it's still, no, it's still in the uh, clear bottle that I took to uh, Baltimore Comic Con. <laughs> I, I threw the bottle away. <laughs> nice. Uh, Swage, what about you? I heard you're even drinking an alcoholic beverage, huh? No, you heard wrong, my friend. No, god damn it! What are you drinking, then, buddy? <sighs> Water. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Straight up <laughs> on the rocks. Kenmore ice cubes with the tap water. Yeah, Kenmore ice cubes. That's cool. <laughs> okay, Rock, pull us out of this funk. Come on. Well, in honor of being on Open Up Your Toys, I had to drink something from Colorado. 
So I am drinking yeah. a new Belgium Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough ale, six percent alcohol by volume. And the story on this bottle says the B cores are back with another delicious way to help protect our winters combat climate change. This year's libation incarnation is a golden brown ale inspired by one of our all-time favorite flavors, chocolate chip cookie dough, providing once again that using business as a force for good tastes great. Damn. And it's made in Fort Collins, Colorado. Hell yeah, Foco. Beergasm! Yeah. Hell? Mrs. McFavorite, we were talking about it before we came on, and I could just hear, like, Miss McFavorite's jaw hit the ground because I I've never seen that year. Well, yeah. there's probably a good reason why. This was sitting in the back of my refrigerator behind a bunch of Gatorade bottles, and it says "Best if drank by March 12th of 2017." So unless you were at Target in 2017, you probably missed this limited run of. Uh, That's a Oh, good time. I'm so cheap. I'm not throwing it out. I'm drinking it. Hell yeah. Hey, we have a stockpile of stuff. We're eating wheat mustard that was best like 2012 or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> All right. Um, and for me, I am uh, drinking no fun story. What I meant to do was I meant to listen to our fucking first episode and drink whatever I was drinking on our first episode, and I totally forgot to do that. So what I am drinking is Tin Barrel Brewing Company's Coast Trip. Um, it is a cream ale with guava. And uh, the only thing it says on here is uh, it's brewed in Bend, Oregon since 2006, and it says drink beer outside. Mm. And nice. uh, it's in a glass bottle, so that's very irresponsible of them. You should be drinking cans if you're drinking outside. But hey, who am I to rain on their parade? All right. So, like I say, we have tons of guest stars coming up. Then we're going to do a more personal interview with our good friend Rock that's already on the show. We got Matthew Deluxe Baldwin coming up, the Brinkalizer Brian Brink. We've got Engineer Nerd John Vanover. We've got Jeremy Seabolt. We've got good friend of the show, Grim Shea, Mr. Daniel Shea. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and talk to Rock right now, find out a little bit more about our uh, special guest star here. So, uh, Rock, why don't you tell the the cast a little bit about yourself where you come from what's up with you a little bit and then uh we have a couple questions for you as well okay well before i get started i just want to say one thing being on this podcast is to me it's it's like going on joe rogan's podcast i found you guys <laughs> a long time ago uh, when I first i got an ipod i want to get back this up i got an ipod to touch one year for father's day as a gift I work outdoors. I spend 10 to 12 hours a day outside messing around with it. I found podcasts and I found, you know, Joe, Car uh, Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan. And I found you guys. I've been listening way back when I remember, you know, listening to you guys do the contest that you'll go to San Diego Comic Con and you'll pick up something for somebody and ship it to them. And it was just you and, and your wife. And I really enjoyed it. I've listened through all the different combinations of hosts and, uh, you know, I, I, you guys have been with me. I, unfortunately, it's the first time I'm talking to you guys. 
but I feel like I know you so in and out. Like, I mean, I remember when you announced that Jessica was pregnant and then she obviously had the baby. Now your daughter's like four or five years old. I mean, it's, it's amazing. But I just want to say thank you so much for being a, a, a big part of me for a long time. I mean, two to three hours, you know, once a week, every other week, it's, uh, it means a lot. So I just want to say, first of all, thank you for all the hours of entertainment. Thank you, man. That that means a lot to us. And yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like when you said how we announced the pregnancy and stuff like that, that is kind of nuts. But, you know, uh, that she is so old and we yeah. are so old. Yeah, it's hard to believe. But yeah, I've been, We're I've been listening. We're parents I mean, now. I know. It's I know. Scary. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, it's not. It's the greatest ever. Where's my wine? That's why we're all drinking and podcasting right now. We're hiding from our kids. As our kid is like just completely absorbed into YouTube on the laptop. I love it. We're we're some great parents here. Yeah, my my son's got the headset on playing PlayStation 4. He's almost 11 and he's in the other room just cursing at people on Fortnite and whatever other games play. Yeah, I'm I'm parenting well well right now too. Don't don't worry. By the time they're 18, they will barely speak to you and even want to be be around you. So you'll have plenty of time to do stuff. Uh, He's already at that point. He's already too cool to be with dad. My my daughter speaks to me about maybe 10 minutes a week now between school, between college and work and all that. I barely see her. Oh, yeah. I, I talk to my mom like. Once every three yeah. months, when I yeah, so well, there is something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, oh shit. Oh well, I guess going back to you know, I'm grew up in Queens and I moved to Long Island, and uh, my big thing with toys was you know we were lower middle class, so you know I used to get a small allowance, but my big thing was I used to go to work with my mom in a flea market, and mm. I would hustle to make extra money. And there was two toy vendors. And I would watch people's booths. They'd give me 50 cents. I'd run to go. So I'd go get lunch for somebody. I'd pick up a dollar. And the idea was I would just hustle all weekend long to buy toys. And the, the two toy vendors, one was an American gentleman. Another one was a Korean person. And I would do spying for them. One would get a case of toys in, and they didn't know what to price it. So I would go to the other booth to see what that guy was charging. <laughs> and then as a... So what they would do for me is they'd give me a little bit of a discount. And back then, G.I. Joe figures were $2.69 at Toys R Us. They were charging $4. But they also had the waves months in advance. So, you know, I was, I've been collecting since I'm 10 years old. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Um, so you've been collecting that long. Um, what really brought you into, like, uh the modern age of collecting, like where you have the room you have nowadays, you know, and if people are not, aren't on the group that are listening to the show, uh, rock has like the epitome of a man cave. He has Mm -hmm. some of the best concepts of the way he displays his stuff. Your, your latest at your latest major ad of the arcade cabinet (laughs) with all the retro games, totally envious of that you know i have it on my big screen tv but there's nothing like standing at an arcade cabinet to play some of those arcade classics and shit so what what kind of got you into i guess going all in at an older age uh having a kid so when the gi joe came back out with the 25th anniversary i was buying it was an adult collector 
And then my son, he was born in 2007. So I was buying, you know, ones to open. I mean, I was opening some, buying, keeping some sealed. And then I was going on eBay, buying lots of them. And then when he was about two, he started playing with them. So it was just fun to just keep buying and buying and buying. And, you know, I let him play with my vintage along with the new stuff. And that's when I started really getting back into buying stuff. That Once my son was born. You know, between 2007 and 2010, I really started to go uh, all in buying stuff. Hell yeah. And you have some incredibly valuable pieces uh but out of everything you have uh what's the one thing you wouldn't sell it's not my most valuable piece but it means a lot to me because it was my first uh long island comic-con and for father's day my wife gave me i think like a hundred dollars which she's like you know buy something for yourself i didn't know what to get you so you know get something nice and there was a toy vendor who had a uh, 1984 Zartan mint in the box, and it, you know the box is—it's not 100% mint, but it's—it's it's a little tiny beat up. But it was 125, and I bought that, and that was my first vintage piece in 2010. Um, nice. And it was my my favorite character. It's the schizophrenic variant, the one that they got pulled wow. off the shelves. Oh, and, nice. yeah. yeah, so that's that's my favorite piece. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, because right. they they changed his file card, right? They took the schizophrenic off of his file card or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the one. That's freaking awesome. That is nice. Well, man, I'm so glad that you can be on the show with us. Like I say, it's 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 an honor to have you on here. Again, if you're not part of the group, Rock is one of our most prolific posters. And uh, let me tell you something. I had the pleasure members. of hanging out with Rock. For uh, a day at Comic Con a couple weeks ago, and uh, he is just as nice in person as he. Is. I mean, he's just just a great guy. So, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it is a pleasure to have you on here, man. And hopefully, we will see each other again and ha- get to hang out again, and and uh, you know, maybe for a whole weekend next time. But we should try to get to open your toys thing together. You know, at a con. Yeah, thank you guys for the kind words. I, re- I really appreciate it, Vern. It yeah, was man. uh, it, it was a little hard finding in the beginning, but man, once we found <laughs> each other, it was uh. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, and it was like uh, it, it was almost the same. Like when I met Jason and Jessica in person, it was like uh, you know I talked to him online and all, and then he just clicked right from the get go. You know, it was just like we had been friends for a long time. So it was it was a really fun day. I gotta tell you, man, I felt I felt fun. sad. I felt sad when you had to go. I you know I really <laughs> felt like uh, you know I don't really have many friends in real life. You know, because I, yeah. I I work with people, but they're not. They don't have the same uh, interest as me. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you do find somebody else, like, oh, my, I'm friends with a lot of the Star Joes guys. And, you know, they're all in Ohio and Virginia. And yeah. so everybody. And all so those guys away. were super cool, too. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a great time seeing you at Baltimore Comic Con. It was fun walking around with uh, getting pictures with the cosplayers because that's one of my <laughs> things I enjoy the most. It was fun. It was one of the funnest times I've ever had at that convention. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. It was a blast. Yep. Yeah, you got to partake in the water bottle, even if it wasn't vodka. Uh, he, he he didn't want any of it. <laughs> no, no, no. He, no. I, well, later did, in the oh. night, I had my Long Island iced teas. I mean, I had some yeah. beers at Hooters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And like I say, he'll be with us for the rest of the show as well. So feel free to chime in. Feel free to make fun of the other listeners. It's it's your prerogative <laughs> here. Well, thank uh, you for having me. It's an honor. 
<laughs> Before we bring on, uh, well, I guess we still have quite a bit of time. I'd like to catch up with Swage a little bit. Swage kind of yeah. fell off there, as, as as you're known to do periodically, which is perfectly fine. Nobody should be adherent to the social circles of this world, you know, but been up with you, buddy. Not much, just uh, shaking and moving, shaking and moving, getting shit done, trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing with my my collection and just about everything else. So, you know, streamlining, selling, buying, mm-hmm. trying to sell more than I buy, you know, typical shit. <laughs> Vicious cycle. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I've, uh, I've had some really good luck, and then this past year I've had some really fucking shitty luck, too. Uh, so I'm kind of I'm becoming very skeptical of anything online and through the post office just because of some shit stuff's missing or misdelivered and just blah. So is that things that you it, sold people that didn't get there or no? It's uh, it's never when I sell. It's been when uh-huh. I buy this year. Right. Like uh, I had moved to a new city and one of the first times I bought something, I had two packages show up and one of them never actually showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course you know the carrier said it was delivered this that and the other <laughs> never saw it was that USPS uh, yeah mm-hmm. and I've just had so much random weird shit yeah, their happen, service you know? is getting bad man yeah so it's just been kind of like I've been you know I've been kind of kind of holding off on buying a lot of stuff and I don't know it just sucks because you know I've always backed USPS I've always been mm-hmm. all about buying and selling online and now I'm like I don't know between the bullshit with the post office and you know some of the the court rulings I've seen lately. Like um, I forget what state it was, but they dropped their limits. It used to be, uh, you know, companies like PayPal, eBay, you know, things of that nature. They wouldn't have to report anything under whatever amount they had already set. And now their state supreme courts are ruling that they can make it like only twenty percent of that, or even huh. anything they want. Uh, so I'm kind of wondering when that's all going to come out because even uh, like I think BBTS has sent out emails that now they're going to have to start charging people in multiple states sales tax when you know that's not that hasn't been typical except for a mm-hmm. couple kind of like the way Amazon has started charging here and there mm-hmm. but that's because you know they've had warehouses everywhere but now yeah. it kind of looks like online is going to be you know we're we're pretty spoiled where most of us, you know, we typically shop at places we don't have to pay tax. We get free shipping after so much. And now it's going to be just like going to a store. You're going to have to pay tax and this, that, and the other. So I don't know. I've been kind of eyeballing that and trying to figure out what my, what my game plan is going to be going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was lucky. I got out of the, the BBTS one or no, did I, Oh, now I can't remember. Because that was a huge draw for me with BBTS, was that there was no tax, you know, because that, especially on some more expensive shit, because we get taxed on Amazon here now, which sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but We do, right too. On. If I buy anything expensive, I ship it to my parents' house. They, li- they live in Delaware, and there's no state sales tax there. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I usually do, and I'll just pick it up when I go down there. Yeah, that uh, that's where uh, TRX T two RX six 
lives and he fucking loves it no tax on anything yep. even even if you walk into a store so it makes it easy yep. you know yeah if it's 97 cents it's 97 cents yeah <laughs> as it should be <laughs> well right on man uh notice do we have our next special guest star lined up i know we're we're at ahead of schedule that's amazing i don't think i've ever said that in my life <laughs> not on this show <laughs> <laughs> now wait a second i remember us saying that when i was on and it never worked out so i think you do that shit on purpose there's a schedule <laughs> yeah, yeah right. um so we do. We uh, we have Matt um, Deluxe Baldwin. Uh, Deluxe. Yep, Deluxe is going to join us here, so we're going to go ahead and add him in. All Thank right, Mister Deluxe, are you are you there, sir? Yes, sir. Hey, welcome aboard Hi. the Open Your Toys train. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey. What's up, Matt? Matt, how are you? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Good, man. Good. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you. It's an honor to uh, be on the show. And uh, if uh, there there may be some people, although we talk about your exploits uh, frequently, there may be some people that <laughs> are not aware of who you are and what you're about. So uh, why don't you give a little introduction? Uh, tell people uh, who and what you're repping, and uh, and please plug away at at things uh, where people can find you and watch you and okay. listen to you and all that fun stuff okay great um i'm matthew baldwin uh people know me as deluxe a lot um i started off as on shattercast uncut uh we're a transformer podcast and we've been around for about ooh, five years now God, we're all over yeah. we're good over 200 episodes almost 250 i think i think i forgot which episode we're on but um i'm taking a little break i'm in uh, school right now so i've been on the last couple of weeks but uh, I've been I'm having to take a break semester because I have not classes and stuff. But um, I'm also known for uh, Hell Hasbro reviews. I do uh, reviews on Transformers. I started uh, collecting uh, horror uh, NECA film, uh, horror NECA figures uh, now. So I've been doing reviews on those. And um, yeah, that's about it. Where you can find me. That's what I'm known mainly. I'm in the ROC, the Realm of Collectors, and everything. But I'm I'm mainly known for uh, Hell Hasbro. Well, you're also collecting the model kits too, right? You just got that uh, oh, that new model kit. Yeah, the uh, Flames toys. Yep, Flames toys. Yeah, yeah. Drift. Um, I, yeah, I did, sorry, I got that Flames toys. I do have the Flames toys drift. Um, I don't. A lot of people are kind of iffy if they had a transform or not because it doesn't transform, but it is a beautiful piece. If anybody has it on this uh, panel, um, yeah. Did you decide? I know I was listening to Shattercast. Did you decide to uh, go ahead and, and try painting it, or are you just going to kind of just leave it as is? Or oh, actually, um, I'm gonna. I haven't put it together yet. I'm gonna put it together, and uh, another guy um, offered to paint it for me for free. Oh, cool! I, I that was pretty cool. I was like, um, yeah, I may take him up on the offer. I think um, uh, Pinkerton. Uh, yeah, you know, he yeah. Uh, just uh, peeled his together. Or his actually son built it for him and then he put some uh like dirt and weathering to it, it yeah i saw that i saw that yep that was yeah. awesome i've seen some painted ones i've seen some ones that have been painted and i've seen ones that have been painting and you know they look fine the stickers i've i've heard are really you know they they got some yellow stickers that go over the light uh on his chest the little um headlights and mm-hmm. um they said they're really crappy so i don't know if i'm gonna put the stickers or not 
So we'll see. I, I just gotta put it, I gotta build it first and then go from there. That's cool. But you said for forty bucks, it was it's still worth oh, it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, and I'm waiting for the Starscream. Starscream should be out in uh, uh, December. Yeah, anybody knows me, I'm a huge Starscream fan. Yep. So sure. I'm getting ready for that little um, that little booger to come out. <laughs> what do you think of uh, the star scream from the Bumblebee movie? <laughs> I was upset. I was because I, I, I made a, a little reaction whenever they showed him, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is star scream!" And then I know I made another reaction video when they said it was a star scream. I was like, "Oh god!" But I'm still looking forward to the movie. I'm always giving. I always try to give you know Transformers a fair shake, and it looks good. I know that they're only gonna, they're going to show some G1 stuff. And a lot of people are upset, you know, it's only be five minutes, but at least they're giving us something. It's, it's in the right direction. And, you know, at least this producer and director know something about Transformers. And, you know, it, it could start something good. You know, people really yeah, it seems like it's getting a lot more buzz, uh, you know, than, exactly. than the other the, the other recent ones. So exactly. I think it, it'll, it's going to get me out to see it. That's for sure. I, I haven't seen that one in the theaters since probably the second one. So I, I definitely am going to go check out Bumblebee. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I think people are past the Michael Bay thing. I, I went to BotCon 2010, and he was uh, introduced into the Hall of Fame, and he said he's ne- he didn't know anything about uh, Transformers. So I think that people now, this with this director, you know, he may not know a lot, but at least he knows a little bit. Like yeah. I said, at least they're giving us something, and and hopefully uh, they'll, uh, they'll learn from the mistakes in the past, and uh, we'll move forward. Yeah, absolutely. So now we all know that you're a a famously avid Transformers collector, but uh, what other lines do you collect, sir? Um, Well, like I said, I started the the NECA stuff. I used to do uh, Marvel Legends, and I just ran out of room. My wife is really, uh, really adamant about saying one collection. (laughs) So I'm lucky that I've gotten this, uh, the NECA stuff, you know, uh, that I've started. So I've been doing that. I love the 80s horror film, you know, genre, genre, uh, like, you know, Freddy, Jason, Chucky, uh, Hellraiser, all that good stuff. So I'm trying to collect those because they're not, they're pr- reasonably priced. I mean, I got the, yeah. the Ultimates are like 30 bucks, so you can, they're not that bad. So um, that and uh, Transformers, is, Transformers is my main passion. But like I said, I've done Marvel Legends. Um, uh, what else? I got Mask. I have Mask figures. I, Mask was a real, uh, real, uh, uh, reminder of my childhood because I, that's what I started off with was mask. Well, actually, He Man and Mask were my favorites back in the day. I actually had more mask figures than I did Transformers as a kid. But um, I bought um, Skull Faces. He had he had a bunch of um, uh, old mask stuff, and I bought a, a lot of his stuff and everything. So if I see someone, if I see one at a, a convention or something, I'll pick one up once in a while. So that's cool. Yeah, and I'm a huge NECA horror guy. Um, nice. It's it's nice. been uh, it's been amazing to finally see them in targets, you know. Oh, and, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. because they're all the ultimate editions, so they're all mm-hmm. the nice window boxes that Dude, you can yeah, open yes. up. And, uh, I just seen the uh, Jason from like part three and four, and then the Freddy mm-hmm. with the dogs, the two headed dogs. Yeah, oh, I just yeah. literally on that really one. Nice, yeah, there's some really yeah. nice figures. The Michael Myers one's coming out soon too. I know, I know. I need a Myers so bad. Oh, one. I'm, I may start Mezco too. So uh, I have the. Um, <laughs> You're going Jason. down a rabbit hole. I know it. Oh, God, it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> Jason, um, I have the, I have that one pre-ordered. I've been looking at the Myers. I may have to. I have to go to eBay to get that one. So I may start that line too. But oh, they're so good, dude. The 
just the, the details, the head sculpts, you know, and the accessories it comes with. It's really nice, really painted. I didn't think that it was going to be really articulated that well, but they are. I mean, that Chucky, that little Chucky three-inch one, man, he can he can do the splits and everything. It's really I nice. Think, Does that I have think... real hair, or is that sculpted hair? No, sculpted. No, That's what it's not Hot Toys. Yeah, Nobody I haven't seen it yet. First. Nobody has that Hot Toys money. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. got the Hot Toys money. You just can't buy five yeah. NECA figures. You have to just save all those that and put true. it into a Hot Toy. Yeah. Oh, you've been watching Skullface videos there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I've been actually telling him that for forever. Yeah. Oh, I know. That, that is, and that is true. That is true. You know, a lot of people say they can't afford this stuff, so that's why they buy knockoffs. That's BS. Um, I don't know if I can. Can you guess on this? Yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it is BS. If you if you really want the figure, you can, you know, bypass other stuff like you just said. And don't buy five NECA figures, and then, you know, you can get what you want. You know, and yeah. save. You gotta learn how to save. It's, you know, it's called being an adult. Yep. Some people have to do it. You know. So, so going know. back to that, going back to that Chucky figure, I think Pinkerton was saying that it actually comes with a little box, and uh, it does. It does. I, I did a review. I, I started reviewing him, and he comes with a little uh, 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 the boy, the good boy. Is it called? Yeah, yeah. And it's a little box. It's really cool. It's it's an awesome accessory. I mean, you just you, you put the little you know he he has three head sculpts, and one almost like the little you know doll one that he come in, in the first one, and he has a little box. You fold it up and you put them in there, and it's really cool. It's a nice little awesome. add on. Awesome. Does it come with an Oakland Raiders visor? No, it does not. It does not. <laughs> It comes with tons, like kind of with a, a, a yardstick, uh, three types of knives, um, uh, some hands, uh, like three different hands, three different head sculpts. Uh, God, it comes with a lot of stuff. And for 30 bucks, that's really a great, that's a steal, I think, to, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, the nice thing was, is I got, I got my Chucky from BBTS, and that first run... <laughs> something was wrong with the overalls like oh, really? yeah it's got like this weird like dirty wash on it and that's what was okay. cool about watching your review um because you said you had gotten yours from target right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm like oh, looks like i'm gonna have to pick up one from target and then <laughs> say hey this guy is all messed I'll swap up it out, swap yeah, it out. yeah exactly, exactly. You know, maybe or maybe he actually does come to life, and he's already done some work. <laughs> oh, that good! Working it out. I just, I'm, I'm having to send my uh, the first um, uh, Freddy I got from the first nightmare. Um, his uh, sweater, you know, it's green and red. He's got green, green stripes. Um, my my top two stripes on the thing were not on there. They didn't paint them, so I had to send them back. I'm sending it back to NECA, and they're going to send me a replacement, which is really cool. So, <laughs> so oh, this so are you still doing uh, reviews on your? Uh, I haven't seen any. You know, and I'll be, I'll be honest, with you Matt, I'm, I don't really do them as reviews per se because I'm not okay. like I don't have a thousand. I don't get I don't get a chance to get paid or anything like that. And, oh, but, I don't either. I don't. Either. No, I mean you know I mean unless you get like tons of. But yeah, I mean mm-hmm. I I just um, yeah I'm just I just haven't been making videos. I don't know. I'm just kind of in a slump right now. I have stuff that you know, of my collection, but I just I don't know. It takes a lot to do a video, you know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. That's why I try to keep my. I, I took my transformations out because you know you could watch anybody's um, transform. You know, transformation stuff. I I, I I want to bring fun 
and you know less negativity in this uh, fandom because there's so much of it and i just want you to bring i want you to bring that's why i do floor time because i want you to, to bring you back to your childhood when it was fun to play yeah. with toys yeah, so Lord's, Lord's Floor Time is the best is the best part of, of your videos. Thank and you. and when you bring Gator in, you got to keep on bringing yeah, Gator. I know. In. I love Gator. He's so I know. Awesome. People tell so me. Yeah, people tell me all the time. But God, he just won't stand still. He just want to do something, <laughs> and he wants to show his butthole all the time. I'm just like, no, stop showing your butthole. I'll bring him more. I, I'm I'm running out of stuff to do on floor time. Like I do the chicken now. I got the uh, Combiner Wars uh, Skylink. So he's a, he's my chicken now. <laughs> and I'm I'm just uh, I'm I guess I'm having a block or something like that. So I'll start bringing Gator in some more. <laughs> well, so one of my favorite parts is the uh, arbitrary comparisons that you do, <laughs> like with the comb and the remote and yeah. that kind of thing. So any any food that I can yeah. find, I cover. Yeah. <laughs> So you got to incorporate those comparisons into your floor time, you know, so you'll have yeah. a story with your food or a story with your remote. Yeah. That's a good idea. Hmm, let me write that down. Hold on. Right. Include beans in floor time. All rights are reserved. <laughs> I was also going to ask you, uh, what was the most exciting thing from all the uh, New York Comic Con reveals this weekend? Oh. Come on now, Sage. Come on. I'm um, um, I'm so giddy. I, I I think that's gonna bring Transformers back into you know the positive. Uh, even when people you know that are third party you know elitist and everything, I think they could look at Siege and say, "Hey, that's not bad looking." So, <laughs> I'm hoping. So we'll see. Now I got I got one question because your boy and and I'm a Starscream collector too, not on your level, but I I love the. Secrets. I want to see your collection, dude. <laughs> have you posted it ever? I want to see your collection. No, dude. I have a video of it, but it doesn't do my Starscream uh, ah. collection justice. I have more my Bruticus and and nice. Optimus Prime stuff and nice. Six Shot and stuff. But uh, so now you're now Starscream. Tetrajet mode. I am really concerned about those legs looking like they're just tucked under the jet. Have you? I'm sure you've taken a pretty close yeah. look at that picture. Yeah. Have you seen any other angle of that mode to see if those aren't? I've just seen the behind and like the side. I've not seen like underneath. I'm hoping they are tabbed in. I'm hoping they're not just willy nilly under there. I don't. I, ho- I don't think they would do that. Yeah. Was, somebody mentioned something about. I wish the uh, the outskirts or whatever that formed the cone was a little bigger, and it could have you know, and it could have covered the legs. I think, which I, I thought that was would be a good idea too. But I think I'm hoping that they are tabbed in and they won't be all well. I don't think I don't. You know, you never can tell with Hasbro, but I'm hoping they don't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel we'll it. see. Yeah, because I uh, the Tetrajet scene and the uh, Rainmakers, man, those are two mm. of like my most visceral memories of oh, yeah. the G one cartoon. Okay, and one more before we let you go. If yes, if you had to sell your collection, you're you're going to be on the street. What's the what's the one thing you wouldn't sell? What's the one thing you would be in your cardboard box still transforming? <laughs> Man, if, um, I'd have to say probably Mate Toys Starscream. If it went for Mate Toys, I would definitely say the coordination MP of Starscream. 
But I, it's so hard. I was asked last night about a uh, if I could stuff a, a detox full of stuff if, if my house was on fire. Um, I def- <laughs> definitely stuff in uh, constructor because toy work constructor is beautiful. And uh, I think this new devastator, the Zeta devastator. I'm sorry, not De- uh, Bruticus. I haven't put them together yet, but I think he was. But if I had to keep one and it buried with me to you know to my, to my death, I would probably take the Make Toy Star screen because he looks beautiful and Jet Mode looks like he just jumped off the screen and everything. So. Well, right on, man. Well, we've got uh, we've got some other uh, uh, guest stars here okay. that we're going to bring on. But uh, uh, where can where can people find uh, Shattercast? Uh, what can they search on YouTube to find uh, Hale Hasbro reviews and and explore more of your floor time? Um, well, Shattercast, we're on. Uh, we're on um, uh, YouTube. We're on uh, podcast. Our Podbean. We're on iTunes. Just uh, just type in Shattercast Uncut and you'll find us. Uh, with me, uh, you just type in Hell Hasbro Reviews or Deluxe or something like that, and you'll find me. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Hell underscore Hasbro underscore uh, Reviews. I, I really like doing photos and stuff now. I've been taking a lot of good photos, I hope. And that's about it. Hell yeah, brother. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Well, it was you. an honor to have you on, man. Uh, the honor hey, was man. all mine. Thanks, really appreciate it. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great show, and uh, I can't wait to listen. Right. Thank you, brother. Care, have a good night. Take care, Bye-bye. man. All right. Sorry. See, I'm already getting all drinky, drinky. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> getting shit out of order. <laughs> oh, I'm half ripped up. Fine. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't ask him if he was drinking something. All right, we'll have to we'll have to make sure we remedy that with our next guest. And we got a we got a couple monuments here before he was, <laughs> a couple uh, what? monuments. <laughs> Mind your main <laughs> Open your fucking toys, for you. <laughs> yeah. If you, uh, if you hear me, if you hear this. I might have passed out at the mic. I don't even know. <laughs> so, um, I don't Whose know. Whose door is that? Whose door is that? The squeaky That's door. Jason's chair. Yeah. Jason's chair. Oh, <laughs> I, I keep... Is it like how it's like, all right, Deluxe, we're going to let you go. Like the door's opening. Like, all right, let's go. Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's me like reaching for my mouse. And I've tried to DW fucking DW40. Yeah. I have sprayed <laughs> the entire fucking chair with Look, it. Here's, here's the thing coming from a mechanic. What a lot of people don't realize is WD40 is a degreaser. It takes the grease away. Oh, you have to buy WD-40. It's like, like a white lithium grease. If you just spray oh, WD-40, okay. it will take the squeak away, but it's going to come back in like two weeks. That's so, what, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I you need that yeah, yeah, white grease, Jason. Rust release and degreaser. Well, and, what, and I've got some uh, silicone oil. Uh, silicone That'll work. Oil. That'll work. I just need to now with the WD forty. I just like sprayed the whole bottom of yeah. the chair. WD forty sells a white lithium grease. It looks just like the regular bottle, but it's in a blue and silver label, okay. and the shit is fantastic. It works and great it, for everything. And it's still a spray. So it's I still a spray. spray. It looks exactly like it, but okay. it's a white yeah. lithium grease. Yeah, it, it'll foam. It'll kind of be a little foamy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you can use it for car hinges, door hinges, locks, anything. Works that real. Works, works yeah. real well on uh, the garage door, like the track. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. I want all of this in the show. This is very important <laughs> to the 10th anniversary. Yeah, but speaking to a joint, All right. Let's uh let's add this uh mofo here. It looks like he should be ready. 
Uh, the Brinkalizer. <laughs> All right, Mr. Brinkalizer, welcome to the 10th anniversary Open Your Toys Cast show. Dude, what's up? What's up, guys? What's up, Brian? What's up, Brink? Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. You are perfect. You Sweet. are You are the best quality of anybody on the entire call, even the, <laughs> the actual <laughs> cast. This isn't my first rodeo, so all right. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's an honor to have you on here. Um, most people should be familiar with you that are on the call, except for maybe Mrs. McFavorite. She's not a, she's not a, a grouper like all the rest of us are. But uh, for people that aren't on the Facebook group, uh, maybe aren't familiar with Realm of Collectors, uh, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself in general, uh, tell people where they can find you, plug your... I don't know. What are you on? Like nine thousand different shows or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell people about the shows you're on and and what's what's going on. All right, all right. So, um, I guess starting off, uh, my name is Brian Brink, and uh, as you had mentioned, I am uh, part of the Realm of Collectors uh, on staff there, so to speak. And uh, let's see. Uh, on social media, you can find me uh, as Brian Brink in Facebook. I pretty much participate in groups only. Um, that way I can streamline my news feed to only things that I like to see, for the most part, anyway. Um, I am uh, on Instagram, where I've, I think I've posted at least 20 pictures in the last two years. So not, <laughs> not very active. Um, but uh, at Brinklizer on instagram uh as you had mentioned yeah many podcasts so um in the realm of collectors uh, we do have a network of shows and i believe i'm on most of them uh we have (laughs) we have our flagship show called enter the realm which is basically just a show we put on for the community to keep people engaged it's sometimes there to inform but mostly there to entertain it gives us a weekly event for people who are active in the community to join together, chat with each other, you know, listen to whatever we're doing, provide input, things like that. So Enter the Realm is on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The next show is called Breaking the Mold, uh, which occurs on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's also a weekly show. And that is a uh, group of guys that... Um, we're actively participating in something we used to have called the uh, the ROC Hangout, but we've since made it its own show, and it's more topic based. So we don't go over, you know, news items, um, but we just uh, you know look at what current events are out there, talk about that, and we talk about things that uh, um, afflict us as collectors and decisions we have to make, and and you know things like how you display, uh, how to cope with. The things that you're accumulating, um, just dealing with you know things in the collecting community in general. Uh, there is a bi-weekly live action figure review show that we do on Wednesdays at uh, nine thirty, where uh, someone in our group called East Milo sets up a, a dual camera system. So we basically do a live review of a figure. It's usually a transformer because. It helps us fill in an hour of time <laughs> for that review. <laughs> and it's fun. Uh, Ace will occasionally break a figure live, which is always a good time. <laughs> um, 
We have uh, the Realm of Collectors is also a member of what we call the Cool Table Network, which is a conglomerate of like-minded podcasts, which uh, was sort of uh, initiated with the core group of the um, the original hosts of the Realm of Collectors and let's and uh, the Shattercast Uncut crew. Um, so if you're familiar with them, they're a Transformers-based podcast. Um, let's see here. And uh, so we've created a bunch of shows within that network. We have, we have a Lego-based show called Building Up To It. We have a show called Toy Detox, which doesn't really talk about toys at all, which is nice. That's the... <laughs> What's no, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Like, <laughs> we you, have it. We have You it. think I don't know about toy detox? Come on. That sucks. <laughs> I actually yelled I yelled at Brave about that last time I saw him at TFCon. I was like, what the hell? What the hell? He's, He's like, never even on the show detox. It's toy detox, man. I was like, that's the point. You're supposed to the cleanse yourself, your toy soul. And he's like yeah, that's why we be talking about politics and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just, just, okay. I mean, I still love you, man, but it just breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. <laughs> and, you know, we do have, we have things like Beast Wars, a, a show called Stasis Lock. And uh, I'm trying to think what, oh, we have a, uh, there's a Saturday show uh, called uh, Plastic Fanatics uh, run by uh, Victory Saber 77. It's on hiatus at the moment, but, if you want toy news, you can listen to this show. You can also go to that show if you want to see the toys, you know, in pictorial form as we go through and talk to them. So um, that's a big reason why I'm a fan of your show here is, you know, that deluge of toy news that comes through. And um, when you guys are on schedule, you know, which you have been <laughs> as of late, right, you can it's, actually kind of keep up with things. And, that's that are all current. Lotus, man. Yeah. Well, Lotus. We're, we're kind of. <laughs> We're kind of always behind, you know. Yeah, you're screwed now with uh, New York Comic Con this week. <laughs> yeah, well, but we're consistently behind now. Now yeah. we're always two weeks behind right. the news cycle right. instead of two months. Or you're behind that. enough that people listen and they're surprised because they forgot what happened. <laughs> they're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> that, that needs to be part of our tagline, like reminding you of what you forgot already. <laughs> or by the time the show comes out, this has already been uh, been pre-ordered or the pre-ordered slam is up for it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You missed out. It's sold out. Like all the sales that we talk about are always expired. <laughs> yeah, they're all expired. All expired. <laughs> and uh, yeah, not to take up too much time, but one more show I want to mention from there is uh, Nerd Rage Radio which is uh, just uh, talk about current events out there in all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Transformers, things like that. Um, that's uh, hosted by a few fine gentlemen, uh, Bobby Skullface, Adam, his his best friend from childhood, Adam Russman, and their mutual friend, Joe KW. Uh, lots of good insight in that show, and, and it's always a good listen as well. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, 
huge intro. I'm, I mean, we're just we're, we're a very large, you know, sprawling community um, as far as the content that we try to put together. So that's why that intro is always so long when people ask me about what we're doing. <laughs> no, and that was one of the most mind blowing things when I went to uh, my first and only TFCon at this point was just to see the ridiculous amount of Realm of Collectors t-shirts mm-hmm. uh, going to your uh sweet party and yeah. biggest con party i've ever seen uh and yeah, that then, was a uh, legit party man yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. then to see like the group pictures come out after the con like i mean it's that is insane you know and now granted maybe you just happen to have a lot of collectors around the virginia maryland area but i mean it. I mean, the community that you guys foster is just absolutely amazing. And it's impressive. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got, you know, 10, 12 active people on our group, you know, you have a hundred, you know, especially to support all these shows. So it is truly impressive and it's something, Mm -hmm. something that you and everyone involved, especially the entire community that you foster should be proud of for sure. It's really working out, uh, you know, so well you know uh better than we can expect sometimes it's uh we we do use tfcon as a sort of a a single event each year because a lot of people are interested in transformers and of course you know they provide a lot of things to do so you can Mm -hmm. just go there and and we can get people from different parts of the country we do have some folks coming from england and germany this year to meet us for the first time puerto rico as well yeah yeah, you got, your guys' Facebook page is, is one of my favorites. I I love the what's in the bleeping box uh, yeah. segment on your page. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like uh, an everyday you know uh, obsession for me to go in there and see what people are getting. Yeah, exactly. You know, people want to show this stuff off, and yeah. we just want to give them a conduit to do so. And uh, you know, sometimes people will come up to us and kind of be like, "How do I join the realm of collectors?" I'm like, "Well, that's the joke. Chances are you're a <laughs> member already, right? You know, it's a." Yeah. Uh, just it's buy one a, of our T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not. It's not even that, right? It's just, yeah. you know, it, it's supposed to be for everyone, right? Yeah, so, but, but you guys do have a bunch of rad T-shirts, though, man. A lot of your T-shirts yeah. are really cool. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, we do yeah, have. A, a I, guy. I love. I love every design I've ever. Every, everyone that's come out, I'm like, man, I love to have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, www.realmcollectors.com. Shameless plug. Yep. You can go out there and shop, and our our uh, our rock box for this year is still on sale. I think we're having it up till October twenty something. So, nice. um, and we have them available for shipping and pickup. But uh, we just got done constructing it and packing it all up yesterday. So, um, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Now, do you have a uh, one like graphic artist in your group that does all of those designs? Yes. Yeah. Is- uh, or are you guys open to freelance work by professional? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I, I, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Submit your resume or your portfolio, <laughs> so to speak, and, and we'll take a look. Um, we do. We do have a guy on staff. His name is Jisk, um, or Jbotron on Facebook and social media. And uh, yeah, he uh, you know is a master at Photoshop and making. Uh, what do you call it? The fonts and whatnot, putting stuff together to fit our logo, our logo or our name into the logos of various brands and things like that. So it's always very cool. All right. Well, we've got some questions here for you, Mr. Brian. Brian. Uh, how did you start getting into collecting? 
Oh, I thought you were going to ask me what I'm drinking tonight. Oh <laughs> shit! I even said that, that because I we had a uh, we had deluxe on right before you. Oh great! And I, and I totally forgot to ask him if he was drinking anything. But yes, that you are absolutely correct, sir. What are you drinking? Well, I've been on a uh, Bombay Sapphire Gin kick uh, since the be- the early part of the year. So that's my podcast drink of choice right now. And uh, so it's just in gin and tonic, basically. Ah, very nice, very nice. And and what kind of tonic, may I ask? And uh, actually, and that's where it's a bit of a lie. It's just lime flavored seltzer, you know, to knock down those calories. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try that. We are uh, Mrs. McFavor and I are a seltzer drinking family right now it's it's insane how much seltzer we're drinking <laughs> are you guys on that uh on that lacroix stuff no no we no. don't do that fancy shit we do, <laughs> uh, we do uh king supers or kroger probably for your okay. part of the nation yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with lacroix but it's just it's uh it's um it tastes like someone who's never who's never had fruit before describes how fruit tastes or something like that. You know, it's like try our strawberry flavored seltzer, but it's basically, uh, you know, they drizzled the seltzer water over strawberries as they bottled it. Right. That's the hint of strawberry that you get, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Mrs. McFavorite actually, what are, uh, unmute if you haven't yet, Mrs. McFavorite, what are the two flavors of infused water? that we have going on in the fridge right now? Mango and strawberry. (laughs) She is killing me with this, man. I bet you anything since she's drinking wine, she's she's already asleep down there. (laughs) Anyways, I'll pick up from here. Uh, So, yeah, we've even gotten on a kick of uh, infusing water. And so uh, we have we have uh, nectarine and basil right now and grape and strawberry infused water chilling in the fridge. So and then uh, Miss McFavorite has a soda stream when we want to add add the tiny bubbles to our, our water. Is yeah. Lotus? Are you at your next fridge? You going to upgrade to something that infuses flavor into your? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you know, maybe if that technology is available. But I'm surprised don't you don't have a transformer statue that's also a filtered water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we need to get the podcast sponsored by LG Fridge Water. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it's a it's a good freaking fridge, and uh, it's uh, pumping out that water nonstop. You just got to change those filters. You ever tried those five calorie packs you put in the water? I've tried it, but yeah, yeah it's yeah, it doesn't Don't matter. Do nah. So, how frequently do you go through your filters, Lotus? <laughs> uh, I do three. I do three months. I just do three months. Okay. So not too crazy. No, I you're, I think you like... can get six months out of them, but I just do three months and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. <laughs> Let's get back to that. Shall I even know what we're talking about. <laughs> do you, so you, do you change it? You change them as often as you change your uh, your furnace filters. Is that basically the schedule? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and I was at Lowe's the other day, and they actually do have they have furnace filters. 
that have like a little Bluetooth thing on them, and then you you know you download the app, and it kind of tells you when you should change your filters. So I thought that was kind of cool. Jesus Christ, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> How much were they? They were just a few bucks more. Yeah, they, it was just huh. a few bucks more. Yeah. Yeah. I just have a calendar reminder now. I'm a I mean, my uh, father-in-law is an HVAC guy, so he's like, don't fuck around with those three-month ones. Buy these one-month ones and just make sure you're switching them every month. Wow. So, yeah, I'm the one-month guy. We should have asked Matt, you know, because that's what he's studying is, is HVAC. I should have, yeah. Yeah, I, always yeah, forget, I mean, I've only been doing stuff. HVAC work for 20 years, guys. Okay, let's not worry about talking about HVAC since uh, yeah. Vern doesn't want to even worry about it right now. Damn, Vern, I wish I had known. I, I just replaced mine this year. I mean, I oh, really? Called you. Yeah. I was going to say, that was a pretty penny. That was ouch. Oh, yeah, yeah. My sister, uh, she has a rental property in... Uh, hers caught fire, so she called me up the other day asking me a bunch of questions about replacement. So it's expensive. Did you get the fire out first? <laughs> yeah, apparently the tenant she had wasn't doing maintenance on the the unit like they were supposed to, and the condensate line got clogged up, so there was water dripping onto like all the electrical contacts, and it started a fire inside the unit. Oh, yeah, not good. So now she's she's got to put a, a out five or six thousand dollars have a new unit put in. Because she doesn't have gas, so she has to either do propane or electric. So she's kind of limited at what she can put in. All right. Well, uh, on this old house this week, we are talking about... (laughs) (laughs) On our next home improvement tips. (laughs) All right. Brian, how did you get into collecting, sir? All right. So I never got rid of my childhood toys. I was able to be in the right place at the right time to uh, at the point where they were about to be expunged from oh, homes lucky. and people moving you know I, I was like hey don't throw that box out you know kind of thing so um you're a lucky man yeah so my, i do a short story not to cut you off but my right, I, I i remember when i was 14 i had my entire childhood collection of toys in my closet in my bedroom and my dad would have these random flea markets on the weekends and i came home one day from like we were out skate at the skate park or something. I can't remember. I come home, and my dad was like, he handed me like twenty bucks. He's like, "Oh, here, I, I, uh, I sold all your toys that was in your closet." I'm talking like my entire Star Wars collection, all of my He-Man figures, like it was everything I had saved, and I and I purposely saved them, and they were gone. Like twenty bucks. <laughs> I was so pissed off, man. Like I can't even explain to you, even at like. 14 how angry i was so you're lucky i have a really heartbreaking story that's worse than that though if you want later about about your childhood toys (laughs) all right well let's let brian let's let brian Brian, talk about how how much better he is than all the rest of us (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah i haven't even heard my story yet you can't make that (laughs) all right um so anyway um, i wouldn't say i was collecting them but you know i still had them right i was able to to save them and of that collection, the only thing that that's really of note really is my Silverhawks collection because those are the only ones that are still in really good shape. Ooh, um, nice. But uh, oh, when I graduated from college, uh, I basically uh, went. I'm, a, I'm an Optimus Prime collector, as some of you may know, and uh, I just went through eBay when I first discovered eBay. Optimus Prime was my first search, you know, in there. It's like what. What am I going to do with this thing? Oh, you know what? Let's search for Optimus Prime and see what happens. And uh, so I ended up catching up on things that I had, you know, totally missed as I was, you know, 
being a teenager and doing, you know, more teenager related things. And uh got like the Machine Wars Prime, the uh the um G two Prime, stuff like that, the the tanker truck one. So I caught up on all that stuff. And then I discovered uh BBTS and all I did for years from like two thousand to two thousand twelve was um, I would just search for Optimus Prime on BBTS like two or three times a year and then just buy everything that showed up. <laughs> and uh, Any Beast Wars? Uh, yeah, I do actually yeah. have, uh, you know, at least uh, every, uh, a very a very good uh, sample of every uh, iteration of uh, nice. Primal. So, uh, but <laughs> they're in a box. I haven't seen those in, you know, so long, but uh, I know they're there somewhere in my crawl space. <laughs> it's um, not a box, it's a tote, right? Uh, no, that was yeah. No, they haven't even graduated to totes. Oh. They're, they're in a cardboard box from still when I moved out of my apartment. But um, the uh, so anyway, it sounds like a lot, but it really wasn't. I mean, there's only like you know maybe seven figures a year or something like that. Uh, you know, classics, prime stuff like that. And uh, so anyway, to to get to to the real meat of it was it was uh, 2012. Uh, I had uh, just finished getting some deck furniture and, you know, one of those, like, screened-in tents or whatever. And I was sitting out there one night in the, in the, in the, uh, the fall enjoying the weather. I was like, well, I got Wi-Fi here. Whipped out the laptop and I was looking through some things. And I was like, you know what? Let's just search for something. And he's like, no, you know, I haven't seen Devastator in a long time. Let me Google Devastator. <laughs> so I Google Devastator and I start seeing images of something called Hercules and make toys giant and i'm looking at it and i'm like wait a minute this isn't these aren't the toys i remember i'm like these look great and i'm like and i'm like what what is this and so you start digging deeper i'm like what's third party what the hell is this and i'm like wait a minute and then there's two of them and but how do I know which one to buy? And then, like, in the Google results, there's, like, YouTube videos. I'm like, YouTube videos? YouTube videos of toys? What a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, like, the first, uh, you know, toy-related YouTube review I watched was uh, Kuma Style. He did, a, he did a review of Hercules versus Giant. I'm like, dude, they're doing the work for me. I don't even have to do the research. So I'm looking through this. I'm like, wow. And then, okay, next step is... All right, how do you accumulate something? Where do you, how do you buy this? Where do you find this? I'm like, this isn't something I'd find in Toys R Us. And then, uh, you know, you go out and it's like, oh, you can get it on eBay or you can find it here. And I said, like, oh, let me go to eBay. And I'm like, the full set, $550. I was like, <laughs> in China? Like, I'm going to send $550 to China. Yeah, right. <laughs> get that down, man. And, uh, so instead, you paid six hundred in the U.S. <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> Long story short, I just like I took a leap of faith. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting ready to send five hundred fifty dollars to some dude in China, and you know, you know, because they're like in a town you can't pronounce, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. all right, let's see what happens. And uh, so I did it, and then you know, eventually, you know, how long this stuff takes. You know, I didn't have any expectations of it coming early, but I just remember watching. You know, as a week went by. <laughs> And that thing's getting closer and closer, and then eventually the delivery date shows up, and I'm at work, and I'm like, it's getting delivered today. I, like, call my manager. I'm not feeling well. Yep. Home. <laughs> and, uh, the toy sure, flu. Yeah. Sure enough, I get home. <laughs> there's a big, giant box on my on my front stoop in, like, in like that low-grade 
cardboard type stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, here it goes. They open it up, and bam, there it was. You know, put them together that night. And after that, I was like, whoa. And then you, you just discover all the toy reviewers, things like that. Um, one of the people I like to watch was a T2RX6. And one day on one of his videos, he mentioned Shattercast Uncut. I was like, ooh, podcast. There's podcasts of this stuff, too? <laughs> And then I started listening to that, and then, you know, within six months or a year or something, they started shouting out something called Realm of Collectors on Instagram, and uh, they had a Facebook group, so I ended up just, I actually had to create a Facebook account so I could go out there and start checking things out, and <laughs> joined, and then, and then now I'm surrounded, um, I have four walls here surrounding me, well, three of toys, and yeah, it's it's just been nuts, and uh I'm very thankful for it, dude. The uh, the relationships and the friends that I've made. I mean, I've got a larger social circle now than I even did like in high school and stuff. And so yeah. it's just fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Um, so, what lines do you collect um, outside of obviously Transformers? Okay, uh, so I do do Master Transformers. Um, last year, I went down a rabbit hole. Well, one of many actually. And I started collecting the MCU versions of six-inch figures, so a combination of Legends, uh, Marvel Legends, that is, uh, Figma, and Figure Arts figures. And uh, I just need, oh, I need an Iron Man Mark Seven, which comes out later this year, and uh, Falcon. And I think that that wraps that up until. Well, who knows where the universe goes on, right? I'll probably end up needing a uh, Captain Marvel or something at some point, but you never know. But uh, there's that. Um, I do do some Star Wars 6-inch as well. Uh, I don't go completist on that line, but um, I did want at least the core the core uh, uh, cast or of characters, that is, from the, the original trilogy. And I'm a big Obi-Wan fan, so... Mm-hmm. You know, did you uh, see uh, the Obi Wan from this weekend, San Diego Comic Con, they releasing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, man, yeah. that's nice. Oh, Tarkovsky yeah. or yeah. or Gindi. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, me too. So, so I ended up getting you know episode one Obi Wan, episode two Obi Wan. I was like, well, I can't have him by himself, so I got to get Maul and Qui Gon stuff. So, and some clone <laughs> troopers and things. So, it's uh, so that's that's a I do that. Um, one of my vintage collections that I did want to complete uh, to a certain degree was my old Starcom collection, oh, and uh, so yeah, so I, I'm I pretty much have everything from that now, except for like two really hard to find items, but I'm not really motivated to pick those up. <laughs> um, and let's see, as I turn my head the other way, uh, I also decided to complete the Batman animated series line um, that uh, from DC Collectibles. So I started down that rabbit hole last year, and I am all up to speed on that now. I think there's only been a few more figures announced uh, this year. But uh, the nice thing about that is they didn't sell very well, so I was able to get them all for discounted prices. And, um, yeah. but that That's was crazy, because that, that's a really nice line. Yeah, yeah, amazing line. And and I and I like how they're just doing so many of the characters, kind of like the uh, the Matty uh, collector Motu stuff from back in the day, right? So yeah, 
and Super 7 in them. So you can actually have a really, really substantial collection from one line that's that's pretty much almost complete of every character. And I pretty much, I decided to do it, you know, I was like, you know what, I want to complete a single line um, and not just have one that I cherry pick. I don't know. I, it's, I don't know if it's a, uh, it's just a weird thing. I just wanted to do it. And I was going to do it when Maddie Collector announced the Thundercats. And then they, you know, broke my heart <laughs> by discontinuing the line. And I was so pissed off. And I was like, well, what's another property that I really like? So, and it was Batman animated series. Like, that's my Batman um, that, I, that I liked. Even though when it came out, I was a bit older. But, you know, I, I really latched onto that series. So I decided to do that. Um, the only problem is, is there's so many, I don't know how I'm going to display them. It's going to be a bit ridiculous. <laughs> uh, any interest in the uh, Justice League in that same style? Um, I'm going to say no right now. Um, <laughs> you know, I never really watched the Justice League stuff. Uh, I just, uh, I think I was in college by the time that stuff had come out, or maybe I was, maybe I was just graduated, so I, uh, I kind of took a break from you know, that part of the fandom and stuff like that. And didn't really watch very much. So I didn't really get an attachment, but um, I won't say that I dislike the series. I do like what I have seen. So. All right. And uh, if uh, you went broke, you had to sell everything that you own, or at least, you know, n- you know, non necessities like toys. Uh, what's the, what's the one piece you would keep? Uh, it is my MP01 Masterpiece Prime. Wow, interesting yeah. choice. So, you know, what was it? The Christmas of 2003 when that came out, I think? Or was yeah, it 2004? The 25th or the 20th anniversary, so it'd be 2004. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so this figure, so this is one through, throughout, you know, as I moved from apartment to my house and had stuff in totes and boxes or whatever. That's always been a figure that's been on display. Um, even if all I had was a card table in a living room, right? He was always out somewhere. <laughs> and uh, to me, um, I remember seeing it on BP- BBTS. That's where I got it. Um, I remember it being, you know, quite expensive for, you know, my means at the time. And I was just like, wow, looking at it, I was like, this is exactly how I envisioned Optimus Prime in my head as a kid. And it homages the toy and the show at the same time. And I I remember this so it hits for me on on the many I'm very I'm nostalgic for this figure, even though it came out twenty years, you know, after Transformers originally started. And to me the the the, the way the story goes is when I was buying stuff when I was living in my apartment, I would always have things shipped to my mom's house. And I would visit my mom a few times a year and she'd be like, Hey, you got a bunch of packages. <laughs> So whenever I went to visit her, I'd pick up my loot. And this thing had arrived at Christmas. And I remember when I was a kid in 1984, you know, Christmas comes that year and Absence Prime's not under the tree because he was hard to find. Uh, And my mom had actually ordered him, like, through the Sears catalog, right, to be picked up at a later time. And so... Just to actually receive him at Christmas time at my mom's house was a really nice feeling for me. And I remember opening it up and actually being able to hold it, and it's heavy and it's huge. And you know, when you're looking at it, I'm like, oh my God, this is the definitive Optimus Prime like that I that I've ever seen in my life. 
and it's like it's like a tangible picture, you know, so to speak. And I, one of the things that cracks me up is, I think my it was either my little brother or my little sister. You know, it's like, hey, does it transform? And and I'm having it in my hand. I'm looking at it. I'm like, you know, I I don't know if it does. Uh, the uh, I was looking at the back of the box. I'm like, I see a picture of a truck, but I thought maybe that was a separate piece that you had to buy. Because I'm looking at it. I'm like, where's the wheels? Where's the front wheels? <laughs> and um, you know, I I know how to transform Optimus Prime, and then seeing this, like, wow, it's 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 different. But the same at the same time, you know, kind of thing. And the fact that his hands burst out of the front of his arms instead of having plug-in hands, that just blew my goddamn mind. And, you know, that initial moment of opening that toy is what is what makes that toy my favorite. Um, so, it's yeah, that's... Awesome piece. That's one, really an awesome never, piece. Yeah, it is awesome. And uh, I own how many versions of that mold now? One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six. Not enough. Yeah. well right on man we appreciate you coming on like i say it it was definitely an honor to have you on uh like i i don't i'm like speechless even though you're like the nicest guy in the world i'm i'm a little starstruck you know, just because Get you out of here. so much shit that I'm on. Oh, so, you should have uh, seen him when we were at TFCon last year. <laughs> and we're walking around. I mean, Jason, or I'm sorry, Slick over here is legit like, I, that's, that's, that's so-and-so. That's this guy. That's like, I'm like, yeah, let's go over there. He's like, you could just like walk up to people. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's just fucking go. And he's like, and the funny thing of it is, like, I, I don't follow Transformers like you guys do, but he Brian's the nicest guy. Like, I I didn't not that I didn't know who he was, but I I I was you know it's like I'm not as involved in Transformers, so you know. But he was so nice, you know, like just friendly and hey, come hang out, you know, like. But yeah, Jason well, was struck for sure. Yeah, well, well, it's funny that you say that because we're at the rock party last year. And you guys are like by the the table there talking, and I walk up to introduce myself, and then you start talking, and you're like I'm slick, my favorite, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> dude, open your toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, it's funny that you say that because none of us really think about it that way, you know? Yeah, yeah, Again, it is. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a show we put on to have fun. And just to keep the community engaged. I mean, that's the whole purpose. You know, we're not in it for the likes and all that other stuff. Oh, although a like does help us out. So feel free to give us that thumbs up. A lot of time, it's the people you meet and the friendships you make that be more than anything. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And so congratulations on 10 years. I mean. Yeah. Thank you. Ed. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's pretty insane. Like I I still can't believe it myself. I, Although, you know, considering we took like a year and a half off, like really our 10 years should be a year and a half from now. But eh, it's one of those it's it's nice and neat little bow on it that fucking that it's been 10 years since we actually fucking released this shit. So there wasn't wasn't much going on in 2008. I mean, I was a fan, you know. I was a yeah. fan. I mean, even even when Swage was on, I was like, "Oh shit, Swage, you know." <laughs> it's like, I mean, 
It's Dude, crazy. I look back at the show notes and like Star Wars dominated fucking tons of G.I. Joe shit. Like there was hardly any Transformers and that fucking the proliferation of third party, you know, like still to this day, we're almost like a Transformers podcast just because that's primarily <laughs> where the news is. You know? Yeah. So. And, and that's something we're trying to shake too. It's like, yeah. you know, we're not necessarily a Transformers group, but Transformers... I mean, they they have just a huge following because they're they're timeless. There's so many iterations of it and things like that, and it generates. I mean, it generates so much buzz, positive and negative, and yeah. so as a result, you're you're just going to have tons of content around it. And uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, Swage, yeah, uh, dude, I, he this guy did me a solid in Charlotte. He picked up my Neurorex for me. I just. Like hit him up out of the blue. I think I had bought something <laughs> from you. I think I bought something from 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 eBay like a few months before. I was like, all right, I I've, I've got an in here, you know. Pretty <laughs> hey, sweet. And it's funny. It's like, the, and the funny thing was like, well, I don't know if I can swing it. And I'm like, because you, I think you were actually thinking about paying it, buying it for me, and then I'd have to pay you back. I'm like, no, 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 it's already paid for. I just need someone. Yeah, to pick I wasn't it up. sure how that works. So what that yeah. was was you know, MMC had a pickup table. Yep. But it, you know, the way it was kind of explained was you had to be that person. So I'm like, shit, you know, like I, I don't really know this dude, and <laughs> you know, typically when you're dealing online, like once you get over like forty dollars, people will get real flaky. Yep. And so I was like, damn, is this dude legit? Just like, fuck it, I'm gonna throw all this money, and <laughs> I'm gonna be ready because you know what I mean. Like me, like if I had the money and I knew somebody was good for it, that ain't no big deal. I'm like, all right, cool, here's yours. Boom, you send me mine. You know that's how you that's how you do shit, uh, but I wasn't sure how it was going to work with the tables and all that. And I think that was actually uh, a little while after ROC had really started picking up steam. Yeah, and we were. St- I, I want to say there. I knew you from the like the initial group, like that first when the group first kind of started getting on Facebook and stuff. Yep. And because uh, I remember pushing for them on TFYLP, and they used to always give me shit about that. And. uh I was like, yeah, I don't care. These dudes are cool with me, so I'm gonna be cool with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I kind of knew him from the group, and that's how I actually ended up being quite a few people. But uh, yeah, that was pretty cool because, like, you know, my big thing then was I was just afraid, like, all right, like this dude already shelled all this money for this gigantic fucking box, and then I got to ship it. I don't want him to think I'm trying to screw him on shipping money because you know if it ended up being thirty, forty dollars or something. Again, you know, not knowing somebody, you're kind of like, oh, shit, what if he's like, well, I'll give you 10, and I'm stuck with this big box. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, this dude ripped me off. <laughs> but it was pretty cool, though, because uh, that's that's a weird thing from third-party companies is that, you know, when I explained the situation, I came with the order and everything, like, they were cool. like, And I almost held them at fault because I'm like, that's not really my order. And I even told them that, but they were still like, eh, it's all good. I, uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> but I think, I think they kind of knew though, like the way you approach them, like if you come at them and you're not really bullshitting, they can kind of get a feel for somebody. If I'm like, look, here's a copy of the invoice. Cause I had, you remember that? I had you send me all kinds of shit. Like I was yep. in the FBI yep. and, uh, yeah, they're just like, oh, okay. As long as you have this and this. And then I think I had to give them my license real quick just so they could make a note. And did they call you or something? I think they said uh, something about trying to contact you. Uh, I was I was sending them messages and emails at the same time that I was emailing you. So I was yeah. coordinating on both fronts. Yeah. Uh, yep. 
so yeah, that was that was actually pretty dope. That was like some uh, some spy games, Night Rider, fucking yep. <laughs> recon mission shit. Just trying to get a toy to somebody. <laughs> yeah, but but dude, that's that's why having that's why having uh, you know uh, participation in the community is great because you can you find people to do you solid favors like that. So that's always really cool. Yeah, and even people that you don't really know, but. You know. exactly. But then you go to TFCon and, like Jason found out, then you know everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which you should know because I think most people I know that know you remember you from meeting you at a convention of some kind. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Good times. Good times for sure. Are you guys going to make an appearance here in a few weeks? Anybody going to Chicago? No, not me, huh? unfortunately. Swage? No, I can't this year. But, All right. Uh, I gotta end the streak of two years. It's <laughs> 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 so much longevity going. <laughs> well, it's not going anywhere, so it'll be year after year after year, hopefully. Yeah. So I really hope they go back to Charlotte and a little bit earlier in October one more time. Because man, that hotel kicked ass that year. I heard, I heard. God, that hotel was so dope. And the fucking the karaoke, the fireplaces outside. Oh, it was fucking amazing. All right, man. Well, thanks again for being on. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm about to pee my pants, so I know we're uh, we're running we'll a little take late. Take our first but, break, two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, thanks again, Brian, and yep. we'll be back after these messages. Thanks, Brian. All right, see you guys. Thanks see again, you later, man. All right, guys, welcome back. Well, unfortunately, we have got to say goodbye to Rock. He's, no. Yeah, he's he's a hard-working man. He's got to yeah. be up early in the morning. He's got a family. Got to put some family time in. Can't be drinking and boozing and talking toys all night, unfortunately. He can listen to a six-hour podcast, but he can't do a six-hour podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. unfortunately. Next time we'll record while you're at work, so you can be on the entire time. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I have no problem with that. I'm outside all day long spraying these stupid trees for rich people all day. But other than that, I'm a, I'm available all day during the week. <laughs> well, thank but, you for being on, man. I, I uh, really appreciate it. It's been awesome. It's great to actually talk to you in person. Uh, thank you so much. And honestly, I, I only joined Facebook a year ago. You know, so I really joined just for these groups, these podcasts I'm a real big fan of. So, um, like I said, really enjoy it. And thank you for all the 10 years worth of podcasting. Yeah, can't man, thank thanks, you guys thanks enough. Rock, for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Vern, thanks, can't Rock. wait to see you again. Lotus, yeah, very hey. nice talking to you in person. Yeah, man. Hey, look, keep looking for my Frank, my ego Frankenstein, too. I can't find him. Will do. Yeah. But I got to get out of the toy aisle first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, man. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. Thanks, hey, Rock. Well, good night, Thanks, Rock. Take care. Bye. Alright. Well, next up we're gonna bring on one of my most favorite people, Mr. Engineer Nerd, John Vanover, if I can find him on my Skype list. I'm having a hard time uh, talking and clicking things at the same time because, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're a couple hours into the show and that's the way it goes. Mr. Engineer Nerd, welcome to the 10th anniversary Open Your Toys cast. Well, congratulations. That's pretty awesome. 
Thank you, thank you, sir. We appreciate you being on. Well, this is, this is the oddest place I've ever recorded um, a podcast from, so uh, that it's kind of appropriate. I'm actually in a hotel bathroom, so... Um, <laughs> yes. <you know. laughs> I like this guy already. Nice. <laughs> That's is anybody with awesome. you, John? Um, do you, no. Do you I'm have company? No, I'm in here by myself. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, that was just, was just weird. Place. I was going to say, does that make place. it weirder or less weird? I, I don't. Well, know. it would have been better if he said, "Well, my company's in the other room." Uh, <laughs> you know, a little, a little uh, sinisterness. I guess, I guess a hotel uh, bathroom is better than a Burger King bathroom, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Well, um, if you're part of our group, you, of course, know our special guest star. Um, But for people that may not be on the Facebook, may not enjoy our group, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Plug, you know, tell people where they can find you. Plug your projects. And uh, then we will go from there. Well, um. You can find me at Engineer Nerd on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way to find me. And you can find me on the Action Figure Blues podcast. And I'm there semi-irregularly, we'll say. <laughs> um, you know, there's a, the rest of the crew is all Australian, so it's a little little different mm-hmm. than, uh, you know, you hear a lot of American podcasts bring, you know, somebody foreign in, but this One is the foreigner. opposite. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, I'm the one foreigner, so um, sometimes the the time scheduling is just an issue because it kind of limits when when I can do that. And then I have a little website that I haven't updated in a long time called TBN Film Toys and dot um, com. And so that's that's kind of what I do. I, I, I've dabble in the internet. I, I guest star on podcasts from time to time and uh, talk toys most of the, most of that time. Yeah, and uh, he is. He posts some of my most favorite, like, uh, geeky quizzes, like <laughs> test your intelligent stuff on uh, Facebook. And I hardly ever get them right, even though I consider myself a pretty intelligent guy. <laughs> well, it, it's amazing because a lot of those. Um you know, I post from engineering groups or, you know, pages and uh, a lot of engineers are in an argument over, you know, it'll be a math equation and there'll be like three different answers, you know, over 60 people and everybody's arguing, you know, and you'd think engineers would all be in the same camp, but apparently they're not. So, <laughs> well, right on, uh, let's get into some fun stuff here. Um, what are you drinking? Diet Mountain Dew. What are you drinking it from? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> in the bathroom by yourself. <laughs> it's actually on a table in the other room in a bottle. So, oh, okay. yeah. A glass bottle? Uh, if I could have found one, I would have had that, but no, a plastic bottle this time. <laughs> it's all right. It, we'll let you pass. It's it's better than LG fridge water. That's for sure. You know, it's, <laughs> nothing's better than LG fridge water. They don't put the diet stuff in glass bottles. I don't understand why. I guess that's well because the glass bottles represent real sugar, and what you're yeah. drinking is a uh, chemical substance that's called sugar. I don't know. Oh, I mean, back in the day, they did. Yeah. Are you? Are you sure? Was there diet soda back in the day when yeah. glass oh, yeah. bottles were yeah. the standard? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. 
Oh. I remember tab and glass bottles. I remember glass bottles. Really? Like, tab oh. and glass bottles, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, we do have some very important questions for you. Maybe if I can find them here. Where did they all go? I I am very, uh, very far into drinks here. Yeah. Drink, yeah. Drink. <laughs> John, I have to say, I am a big fan of you and your podcast, Action Figure Blues. You, Scotty, and all the other guys, I I, I really like your show. And, um, just, I I'm kind of starstruck to have you on. <laughs> oh, I've heard you for so many years, you know, and uh, it's finally nice to, to get a chance to talk to you. I'm just a regular guy. You know? <laughs> now, see, yeah. and I've, and I've got to be honest, I got a little turned off by the high-end and statue collecting. Yeah, and well, now... you, don't like, you don't like dolls either, so take that. <laughs> I, I know, but it, so Lotus is opening my opening my frontiers. Uh, but well, what about me it... with the Migos? Am I, am I opening your dolls frontier? No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you still collect Barbies. I, you a 2D. I was going to get you, you a 2D for Christmas, Barbies. man. <laughs> now, and I think uh, Mr. Vanover, you actually collect Migo too, don't you? I yeah, I just got um, Sulu and Chekhov. Uh, I just reviewed. Did you, find, did you see uh, Frankenstein yet? No, I have not. I've been, <laughs> I've been on the hunt for him. He's been harassing every guest so far. <laughs> I, I, I will keep an eye out though. I'm, All right, I'm going to buy you. I'm going to buy you a whole case of those fucking. Yeah, when you find him, buy me a whole day. He's my favorite monster, man. I love Frankenstein. So he, he is sold out on the website. He is. So. He was on Target's website, and then they they had him as sold out. Now he's not there at all. You can't if you search him; he's not even. Yeah. He doesn't come up. So. Follow follow the Facebook group, um, Miko Ambassadors. Yes. Oh, they, Miko they Ambassadors. Okay. Of, okay. Yep. They they give I, a lot of tips. Miko like, Museum and another one. I can't remember the other one. Uh, look look up Miko Ambassadors. They put a lot of hints up when the new ones okay. pop up on the website from time to time. All right. So. Great. Thank you, bud. I'll put it. I'll do that yeah. right now. <laughs> and so people that usually listen to podcasts are always looking for other podcasts that fall under the realm of their interests. So can you explain to people a little bit about what uh, AFB covers or Action well, Figure Blues covers? We, we've we been doing mostly probably the last probably the last 10 months we've been doing mostly reviews. Um, we were doing a lot of toy news and we'll still cover toy news, but uh, we're like five or six different hosts and we all kind of collect something different like uh adam collects a lot of um sailor moon and uh what's the other one uh dragon ball stuff and then you got eddie he's kind of the comic book collector you know he collects comic book stuff and uh, a lot of marvel stuff and and that that's really a common theme is all those guys kind of like marvel marvel legends and statues but um ben and scotty kind of get into the the higher end stuff. And then I think the rest of us are kind of in the medium range, you know? So, um, but there's a lot of different interests. Like, like some of us are three and three quarter collectors and some of us aren't. So it's always interesting because we're not, we're not a group that, Hey, we all collect transformers or we all collect GI Joe or we all do this. We all collect, you know, they overlap, but they're all, all kind of different. So, but that's kind of what we do. And uh, what are the lines that uh, you primarily focus on? Ooh, you know, I saw that question, and uh, it was funny. My wife was was talking to my parents while they're, while they're up here, and um, she's like, I don't even try and figure out what to get for him anymore for his birthday because I don't know what he collects. And you know, to be honest, I, I kind of follow Peter. I collect what I like. 
and uh, you know that might be a, a Japanese anime character, you know something like that. Um, I do collect a lot of SH Figure Arts common writers, but then I picked up a whole series of the Netflix Marvel Legends. Uh, so it's really all over the board, but I, I just kind of pick and choose what I like anymore. I I was for a long time, I was a completist for star Wars. I wanted one of every figure loose and that just, uh, got old, you know, it got stressful. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) Um, I do have, I'm like seven figures short of, uh, playmates Simpsons collection. And oh, wow. I've got a, That's impressive. I've, yeah, and it's all the last wave, you know, so it's all the expensive ones. Mm. Um, and then uh, I've got a good chunk of Palisades Muppets as well. Those are kind of kind of big focuses for me. I'll always pick those up if I see them, and it's something I don't have. Now, how well? Because I have a I have a few of the Diamond Select. How well do those fit in with the Palisade stuff, or Comple- not at all? Completely different scale. Oh, okay. And and it was enough that when I saw them, I was like, I'm not going to get these, even though they have a few characters I don't have. I, I'd, I'd rather keep my collection what it is. And I, I, I don't know. I just had so much fun collecting that line that um, it just doesn't seem right to collect it in a new, you know, collect it over. And a lot of the stuff they've done is stuff that Palisades did originally. So it's like, eh, I don't really need, you know, all of these figures just to get one I don't have. Yeah, my uh, the one thing I was happy for is that, that they did uh, Waldorf and Statler in the actual box seat because uh, Mrs. McFavorite and I are big box seats persons mm-hmm. and persons, people. <laughs> and uh, I love the fact that all they did was sit up there and talk shit. And so I have them in a corner of my room, looking out across my room, and just kind of picture them talking shit about my entire collection, me, you know, anybody that yeah, walks yeah. into my room kind of shit. That's so. great. The, the Palisades ones um, only came with chairs, so I actually built a box for mine. Oh, I don't like so board, and I printed it all out and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, now I get to ask a couple to break down the fourth wall here. Everybody that's coming on the show, we provided them a list of questions and they were able to pick questions they'd like us to ask them. Um, and now I get to ask you a couple questions that nobody else would, uh, own up to here. Uh, so, uh, my, my most favorite one is what does your significant other think of your collecting? Well, you you know I refer to her as Mrs. Nerd most of the time, and mm-hmm. and she's very uh, very preppy compared to me, you know. Um, so so she's got a little different take on things, but but she was a, a Longaberger collector when I met her, so she was a collector to begin with. So she kind of gets that part of it. And what, uh, what was that again? Sorry, I missed. She was a, a, a she was a Longaberger basket collector when I met her. Um, Can you explain that a little further? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like not vintage familiar. baskets. Yeah, like like they're vintage handmade baskets, and actually they were making they're them like up weave, just weave a couple years All is hand this, done. US is this made. an East Coast thing? Kind of a Midwest thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. 
Interesting. I watch a lot of flea market stuff, Jason. That's, all yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, sorry. So, uh, so she yeah. was a collector to begin with. Yeah. So that that helped, and um, you know, when we were first dating, she tried to actually, she went out and bought um, a bunch of like stormtroopers and hoth troopers and stuff for me for one of my birthdays like one of the first couple of years we were together and and she tries you know and that's that's more than a lot of guys even get but she's, oh, she's yeah. really tolerant of it um one time she goes hey i was in this was years ago obviously i was at walmart and they clear installed the chicken run stuff so i bought all the figures for you <laughs> you know <laughs> she definitely has a collector's mentality yeah you know yeah. And, and she she has her own little collection of pops um she she has a few of them, but she's got you know the the things that fit her taste. Where they're not the things that maybe fit my taste, you know. She's got the a custom actually of a friend of mine did of the evil witch from Snow White, all like is a stone um, texture. Oh, so that's awesome. and that, and that's pretty cool. Um, you know, she's got the the queen and you know a couple of minions and just different eclectic stuff. So. So she's she's really tolerant of it. I mean, there, there's always that time when you you get the spouse going, "Wow, how much do you spend on this?" So, um, mm. but, right, Lotus. But yeah. no, I, exactly. I <laughs> Lotus is over there having a fucking heart attack in silence. <laughs> what do you mean tolerant? I will not stand for this. <laughs> yeah, you're just a pawn. <laughs> I can't complain. I, I really can't. I mean, she's, she supports me 100%, and she lets me have a website and, you know, do silly things like talk on podcasts about toys. So, I mean, you know, here's, I'm not, yeah, I, I know that, and I try and keep it that way. Yeah. Yep. Now, we've uh, talked over the years about, uh, well, and we've even discussed how Miss McFavorite refused to be on the podcast anymore because <laughs> my collection has taken, you know, overtaken multiple hundreds of square feet of our uh, <clears throat> living space. Uh, so, but I don't think I have a, a good understanding of what your uh you're collecting your display space that kind of stuff is how do you how do you have your collection displayed what kind of square footage are we talking about do you have a man cave how do you do that semi man cave um it's got crafting stuff in it right now too because she's a crafter as well so um she does a lot she actually she actually works from home and does vintage art or like vintage digital art for people like scrapbookers and journal makers and stuff. And she does some of that stuff herself. So um, she's got some of that stuff spread out, but I have a whole wall that's, you know, basically four or five shelves wide. And they're like, I don't know, four and a half foot wide shelves. Um, that, that's all my, my stuff on display. And then I have a little storage area where I've got a bunch of other stuff. And then around my computer desk, I've got, you know, whatever figures I'm currently looking at and, um, that's the problem when 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 I was doing stuff constantly for the website. It seemed like I never got stuff to my display because I'd be taking pictures of it, and then I'd have it out, and you know things would get broken. Up. I'd be like, "Oh, I want to take a picture of this GI Joe with this one, this one, and this one." So you go pull those out of the display, and then they never somehow make it back, and you end up with a whole oh. stack of figures next to the next to the photo booth. So. So about a third of my collection is probably sitting next to my, my photo setup. <laughs> <laughs> I know that life. <laughs> <laughs> 
now and uh here's a uh completely self-serving one and and i don't even think i sent this to a lot of people but uh favorite open your toys cast moment actually i i had to think about that but it was probably when you guys announced uh baby mcfavorite oh that just really made that just really made me happy to, to know you two were doing that and um you know it was a personal moment you guys shared with us and yeah it, it was really good Oh, I'm all Jason's Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, we that's the second time tonight too. <clears throat> yeah, oh, wow. we, yeah. And it and it wasn't based on a, a question like that. It just got brought up. Um, but yeah, it it is it it is just absolutely amazing. It, it is pretty awe inspiring that um, you know people would remember that moment um because it was it was it's it was if not is the most important moment in mine and mrs mcfavorite's life so i i appreciate that that's that means a lot to me i mean i i kind of realized that when i was thinking about it because you know to hear her talking on the last cast you know to to hear her talking on these recent episodes and you're thinking oh wow i remember when you know they announced that and and that still comes to mind so yeah, I mean it's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, and I'm sorry she can't join. We have a uh, little Miss McFavorite is uh, six years old now, and uh, we were amazing parents and left her all alone <laughs> in the living room as we're in different <laughs> rooms. <laughs> and and she had a weird knock on the door and then a weird knock on our window and kind of freaked out. So <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite is uh hanging out with her and then now it's almost now it's almost uh bath time. So we apologize that Mrs. Oh, McFavorite oh. isn't on here to thank you herself. But uh yeah, that that means so much to us. <laughs> Uh, well, right on, uh, when I had you plug action figure blues, did you tell people where they can find you? It's, it's very easy. Just actionfigureblues.com, And, uh, uh, that'll have the whole podcast and you can get the RSS feed. And I think they're on iTunes too, but I'm not an Apple guy. And I know some of you guys are. That's where where I get it at. Yeah. They're on Uh, iTunes. That's where I get it. I just, I just subscribed. (laughs) (laughs) That is is surprise now, okay, so maybe this is maybe a stereotype of mine. Isn't most engineers Apple people? Or nope. do I have that no confused? Yeah, no, not necessarily. Depends on what you're doing because um like ARCAD, you know, it'll run on PC a lot of times. And I I, I think everybody pretty much that I know is a PC person. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I was Mac person coming out of college, and then back then with the internet, everything was PC. And everything, everything's PC nowadays. Yeah. Well, not not so to speak. Now I should that, say. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> now that I mean. I'm getting into the web development again. Like modern web development is all done on Macs. Yeah. Like unless you're a Microsoft shop. Like everything else done on the web is done with Macs. It's pretty crazy. And that's what kind of shocked me going back to school for that shit. So, well, all right, engineer nerd. Thank you so much for being on with us. Thanks so much for being patient. We've had a, we've had a lot of, uh, uh, 
cut moments. Technical difficulties. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to listen. And, you know, really, congratulations. It's a pretty big milestone, and, and you should be pretty proud of what you've done here. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you, John. We appreciate yeah. that. Thank yep. you so much. We'll talk, we'll talk again soon. Yep. All right. Have a good one. All right, All right buddy. Take care. Right. Congrats. Right. Thank you. What a nice All guy. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've been listening to X-Player Blues for years. But for years. The only thing I don't like is, I forgot to say, but I just don't like the new theme song that they changed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I like the guy Scotty's voice. He's got such a oh, yes. interesting... Very unique. He's so different, man. Very, very unique octave yeah. on his voice. Yeah. Well, and I had no idea that they were all Australian. Yeah, I, I knew yeah. a couple of them were, but oh, no. I didn't realize the entire cast. Yeah, and, yeah and because when, again, he, when John's I'm on, kind of it's a like noob. way late or even early in the morning for him, you know? <laughs> all right. So who's up next? Lotus, is it uh, Mr. Seabolt? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yeah, it's Jeremy. All right. Let's get Jeremy on here. <clears throat> Speaking of theme songs... Yours for your for this show rocks, man. I love, man. You get the intro and the outro at the end. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so you. many and people like that, like the intro and outro of this podcast. It's that was really the only focused. reason I even came on the show the first time. Mm-hmm. It's really <laughs> just the intro. Really focused around GI Joe, though. Like, there's a lot, it's a lot all GI Joe, and we don't really talk about GI Joe anymore. Yeah. I know, I know, it's a little heavy. Jeremy, welcome. How are you all? Doing amazing. We're we're running a little late, as you could tell. <laughs> If you all were going to stay on time with that, you all need to do more than a podcast. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah, we were just uh, we were just talking about theme songs of podcasts, and and uh, people were saying very gracious things about our theme songs. Those are actually done by my childhood friend uh, Arrow of Arrows independent studios he actually uh runs a studio that produces hip-hop artists um out of albuquerque new mexico where i'm from the big abq so nice. uh please look him up those are 10 years old i i totally meant to approach him and ask him to remix and do some new theme songs for the 10th anniversary dude 10 years old but it's still it's still really awesome yeah, song. yeah. I mean, I was completely impressed. Like I say, I kind of agree. It's a little heavy with some things that uh, I was like, eh, I wish you would have spread it out a little bit. But, you know, he's the musical genius and pieced those things together. So and, shit bangs. I do appreciate that Lotus, you know, we, we were trying to cut him short and do the 32nd one. I do appreciate that Lotus plays the full themes front and back. And actually, like if you, like if you have a good, if you have a good subwoofer system and actually, uh, it's actually very, very good quality. I mean, it'll get those woofers moving. (laughs) Oh, that was our main thing. Uh, You know, when we used to, I used to DJ in high school and he did a lot of, uh, mixing and producing like that's, we would put them in our systems and then needed to perform, you know, but sorry, Jeremy, <laughs> we brought you on like, Hey, how's it going? We're going to talk about something completely different here. You just hang out. Hey, at uh, least it was interesting. 
Um, so if you are part of our group, you know Jeremy from his activeness in our Facebook group. But Jeremy, why don't you uh, tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, uh, maybe, and now I'm, now I'm going off the cuff here when I should be looking at the questions. Uh, maybe whether you said to ask you about it or not, what got you into collecting? Um, cool thing about me, I, I, when I started to collect, I, rem, I remember going when I was a junior in high school for my prom. We were trying to find the restaurant so we wouldn't get lost with our dates. And we ended up coming across this cool little um, comic book shop that was in Louisville, Kentucky. And we, we said, to heck with going and finding where the restaurant is. I want to go in there and look what's, what's in there. And when we walked in, there was a big pegboard filled with G1 Transformers and G.I. Joes and He-Man and Star Wars and all the stuff that we grew up with. And it just kind of clicked with me then. And I was just like, I kind of want that stuff again. My mom sold it at a yard sale for cheap. I'm going to spend all my prom money on buying these toys. <laughs> wow. So my prom date was really ticked off at me. <laughs> but it started a pretty cool collecting habit. <laughs> Your prom date's probably like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was asking her, I was like, do you know what Optimus Prime is? Because this is really cool. Let's transform it together. And she didn't like that. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sure it was like two days before prom. She, when we were all driving around, she was probably like, God, I need a new date. This was a bad idea. It's like, this guy's talking about something called Optimus Prime. I have no idea what that is. No way I'm letting him do that to me. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's some move called Optimus Prime. He's trying on me. <laughs> Go home and ask her parents, have you ever heard of an Optimus Prime? Should I do that or not? And then he talked about a Megatron, and I have no idea what that is. He said that one was bad. We're staying away from that one. We're going with the good. So so how did prom go then? Um, it was great. Prom. Because I, no, I don't remember prom one bit, but that day I bought a Trailbreaker, a Wheeljack, and an Optimus Prime. And so it began. <laughs> Oh, I fucking love that. I love it. He said wheel jack and I was out of there. <laughs> it, it, I loved wheel jack. Wheel jack was the first transformer I saw when I was a kid from the first episode when he popped up out of like Cybertron and just was started getting handed these long light bulbs. And my grandpa, as, as a, as a kid, my grandpa had a construction company, always had those big long, Light bulbs running. Yeah, yeah, the like the totally thought they were energon. Yeah, shit. like the ten yeah. footers. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I would grab those. He'd always yell at me about me playing yeah. with them, but I'm like, no, they're energon. I need to have these. This is real important to me. You know what? I always found strange is like the first Transformers. Like, remember when Soundwave was like a light pole, and and like it was like, wait a minute, he's a light pole, but now he's like really part of the. Uh, of the whole lore here, I didn't get that, but it was. I cool. thought I thought it was supposed to be a communications tower. I don't know. That's I thought it was a light pole that like lit up the highway as, as they were like driving. <laughs> driving <laughs> That's okay. They they all like got inside of of Wheeljack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And they exactly. loaded the light bulbs. Yeah. yeah, it was like Bumblebee was inside of him right when they were driving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we've never gotten a figure of that. 
you know, yeah, of the Cybertronian exactly. mode. It's weird. Like third parties, they're not. They don't make that. Yeah, I thought yeah, that's true. Yeah. Electric thought, company, lightning pole, sound wave. Yeah, I mean, Moz Toys kind of made an homage to Bumblebee. I thought they would eventually come out with Wheeljack yeah, in them. Wheel, yeah, like a Wheeljack yeah. that you, you know, put Bumblebee in. Well, in the WFC, the the I saw wasn't that like on the official display that they had like a lamp post mode of of yeah. sound wave yeah. on there. It was kind of hidden. It was yeah. painted in with the rest of the diorama. <laughs> well, right on, Jeremy. Uh, let's get into some questions here. Uh, uh, I like this one. Uh, what was the last thing you got that you really disliked? Um, most recently, the good old Super 7 Masters toys that came. Mine, mine were beat to crap, so that really... Ticked me uh, off a bit. The, the painted joints. Yeah, I, I would. I would take painted joints. Mine yeah. were so loose that three of them can't sell or stand. So it's. I've just. I've given up on them. I've always loved those figures. Even when Maddie did it, and I've. I've always listened to people just bitch and moan about Maddie and everything that we had to go through from buying them. <laughs> it's just a brand that is tortured with terribleness and the crazy thing is if you look at all the franchises that we cover like we could only wish that you know like gi joe would have put out as much stuff as what maddie has you know like if you're a he-man fan you've gotten everything you could have ever wanted you know i mean snake mountain is on the verge of coming out like christ sakes who would have thought we would be getting uh you know a six inch scale snake mountain you know um so I always thought, I mean, I understood the Maddie criticism, but, you know, I always thought it was kind of like, I think Masters fans are some of the hardest ones to please. So but you know how, ta- sorry, go ahead. Do you know how cool a six inch G.I. Joe would be and how they would sell? Yes. They, they oh, would I know. I've always so said much. that. It's, if they put six inch G.I. Joe, I would be all over that. So and everybody would. People yeah, that don't even doubt. like comic books by Marvel Legends, and yeah. it's just because they're popular little characters from a movie. But I mean, yeah. how many people really know who Archangel is in right in the not world? Right. But they're imagine buying it having a, a six-inch cool. scale like Cobra Commander and Zartan or Snake Eyes. You know, guys like that. That would be so cool. Yeah, pop the heads off, have a hood, have a yeah, have exactly. a helmet. Be awesome. Exactly. I got a question for you guys. So uh, in some of the other shows I've been on, it's always come up. It's like if they were to make a Simpsons G.I. Joe line, it wouldn't work because G.I. Joe was all about the vehicles. But to me, I feel that that's not really the case, right? You you would just want a representation of that character, I think, right? I mean, if you look at G.I. Joe, how many – there has to be four or five hundred action figures, right? I mean, it right. has to be the most of any toy line ever. So I, I I understand what you're saying about the vehicles, but my God, like, you know, five, four or 500, you know, figures from like, what, 83 to 97 or 2001, whatever it was. Right. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and that's what I was saying, too. I was like, you know, it, you don't need six-inch vehicles, right? I mean, you, the three and three-quarter ones from our past, if they just remade those, yeah, that would, that would be good enough to put on yeah. the shelf. Those things look fantastic. And you, mean, you couldn't tell me if they made a a three and three or a six-inch scale jeep, you know, like uh, you know, GI Joe jeep or right. tank, that people wouldn't buy that. I mean, right. look at Star Wars; they bought, you know, look at all the fig. I mean, look at Masters; look at all the six-inch yep. vehicles they put out. 
I think if it was a subscription line, maybe like Masters, it might it might do well. Well, and I think the the big thing there is one GI Joe fans are notoriously cheap, mm. so that's the that's the one thing is they are they are the constant. I'll wait for Ross as soon as that fiftieth stuff and and some of the old, uh, newer stuff would go yeah. to discount stores. Um, I think people would cherry pick. Like, mm-hmm. would you buy? Uh, would you buy a six inch? I think the hardcore go, guys would. Would but cherry pick or go completely? Oh, I see. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. general fans are only going to buy characters they remember. You know, like yeah, but. Uh, so I mean that's one of the problems, and then six inch vehicles. You got to think of what we've gotten into six inch vehicles. They are super iconic. Yeah, you know we've gotten Tauntauns, Wampas, yeah. speeder bikes. You know, uh, yeah. But look at He Man. You've got Battle Ram, Wind Raider. You've got the Roton tank. Yeah, uh, but those are or, all or the, like. The, yeah, iconic. We haven't gotten right. Mantisaur or well, right. you know. But I'm saying like the, the GI Joe could do like you know the Jeep. They could do the tank. They could do the howitzer. Yeah. I don't know the I exact mean, names of these things, but you know the, the howitzer, the Jeep, tank, all the things they released in like the, the you know the very early years, like the uh, the motorcycle with the sidecar that has like a you know like a Gatling gun on it. You know what I mean? They could yeah. do a they could do a you know um, a one twelve scale uh, flag. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That would only be a thousand dollars. Yeah, an eleven foot flag. Yeah, yeah, eleven. Oh, oh, yeah, flag. I don't think I don't think my room is eleven feet wide. My my office is. I'm going to build an addition onto my house to uh, incorporate this flag into it. You could have that and then just throw the futon cover over top of it and turn it into a bed. Imagine. Dude, if it was, if it was, if it could fold out into a sofa bed, I think that would work. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, all right, we got. Uh, let's see. Get back on. And I should have hit this one first because I did with most other people. But uh, what what lines do you like to collect? There's not too much I haven't started with, or at least dove into since the good old prom days, but. Um, Luckily enough, I, I came through of collecting when everything was halfway cheap and you could find them at yard sales and I could call my friends when and raid their basements and their garages and stuff. You're the and one I, who I, bought all my dad's toys that he stole. From. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I thank everybody for it. I, I still to this day will have friends that will see me and they're like, hey, do you still have all those things that you – got from me when we were a kid because i think they're worth a lot of money now i'm like yeah they are it sucks to be you yeah. <laughs> and they're in my basement in a box <laughs> but but i mean i've i've kind of gotten away from anything that's modern other than masters of the universe stuff just because it's it's really the only thing that's there if it was the transformer stuff they they've hit so much that's come out i couldn't keep up with it and I just ran out of space of being able to collect it. Uh, Star Wars stuff, they lost me when they just started using the same figure and then just repackaging it. But I still have all the stuff. I was one of the people, the 
went to Walmart on the nights and call them every day and on a school night would barge in and ran just open up boxes and put cartloads filled with them and <laughs> had 500 phantom menace figures that i couldn't sell for 50 cents a piece right now if yeah. i had to so now people want 30 dollars a piece for them yeah and yeah. good luck with that yeah exactly <laughs> but I, I still it's i've had so many of those it's been fun but I, i've i've turned my collecting over to kind of the weird side um i collect like stuff like Jason the Wheeled Warriors and Dino Riders and that kind of 80s stuff is what I've started to look at and started to get. Just because it's – what I've found is it's it's easier to find in antique malls and stuff because it's not the big four. People don't really yeah. know all, all that much about them. So. What do you, what do you think of the the new figures that are – you know, uh, styled towards the vintage things like, you know, like the new masters or even like DC is putting out like a whole line of like figures that look like, you know, He-Man figures and are even having a castle, you know, that comes with the figures. What, what, what do you think about that kind of stuff? I love it. But the only problem I have with it is that Maddie, if, if, or the, if they could put that in a store, kind of like what Transformers is doing in Walmart with mm -hmm. Devastator, Hot Rod and Starscream. I mean, for the first time in a long time, I actually walked into a Walmart and saw Starscream there and got excited about yeah. looking at a toy. It was, yeah. mm -hmm. it, it, I would Brings get back that those feeling. nostalgic feelings, man. Yeah, and it's probably, in all honesty, the last time that I got excited like that was the 25th G.I. Joe line, probably. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, uh, we, we live in an era of everything's at our fingertips, and I think everybody that's a collector to an extent loves the chase and loves going after the oh, hunt. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm definitely one of those people. And nothing has really sent me out on the hunt except for flea markets or yard sales or, or whatever the case may be with it. So yeah. I, I love the fact that they're bringing that back. I just wish it was I could get my kicks off of trying to go find it instead of just going, oh, cool, seller one, two, three has it on eBay. Bought it. Yeah. It'll be here in yeah. five to seven days. Yeah. So I've got a question because, uh, you know, obviously I follow uh, Dave and Duvall and stuff like that. So, so Duvall can do these flea market things because he has like this huge net he's casting out there. Um, I go and, I, and I'm so focused, you know, I, I'm looking for holes in my collection and that kind of stuff. Do you have other things that you're looking for when you go to, you know, antique malls and that kind of thing that, that kind of keep you going? Do you find that? Uh, you know, do you find that many vintage toys that it keeps you going back? I mean, I, I've tried on multiple occasions, like, okay, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to be a digger. I'm going to go look for that amazing find, but I just, I never find anything. And because nothing else there, you know, I'm not looking for any furniture. I'm not looking for an antique sign to put on my wall or anything else because nothing else keeps my attention. I've given up on it. I, I will say that just in traveling around the U.S., uh, the little bit that I have, it's very um, just where you're from 
is if you can have success doing those. Um, I'm right outside of Louisville on the Indiana side, which a lot of the Kenner Cincinnati stuff has trickled down this way when I was oh, younger. Interesting. And so some of that stuff was around, but uh, the one thing, and, and this has always been a, a, a not so secret secret of mine, is a lot of people know who Skeletor, He-Man, Optimus Prime, and they know what they are, but they don't have a clue who King Randor or or somebody else is in one of the lines that's one of the harder lines. Yes. And the cool thing is, is that if you see He-Man or if you see some of them, you may just say, oh, well, there's the 300th Ram Man I've seen Mm -hmm. in this year. But the good way of getting that is if they've got one, and this has always been my rule of thumb, you've just got to talk to the people. And if they've got one Ram Man, probably nine out of ten times they just remember that one from their childhood and they're they're not collectors or or like we are or into it they don't know they have that that shoebox filled with all the ones that they can't name are actually the ones that are sought after so for me the success i have and the fun i have with it is nope i'm not looking for furniture i'm actually looking for he-man or ram man or something of that nature so i can just talk to the person selling it and I, probably it's a 50-50 that, oh, well, you know, I don't I don't have them with me, but here's my email or here's my phone number. Call me tomorrow and we can meet up and I've got this whole box of crap you can look through. And then once <laughs> you get there, it's and, – and that's happened to me once when I got the – that's how I got my attorney a place at was going through stuff like that. And they end up – I've got this big thing that looks like a cat and some other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. It's And in my head I'm thinking, well, he's got a battle cat. Well, that's cool. <laughs> That'll send me and go look anyway. And then he goes, here, this thing's huge. I want it out of my garage. What do you want? Like, will you take this? Is it worth anything? I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the success I've had with it is you if, – if you do go and you're looking to find, uh, you know – straight arm GI Joes, you're probably going to be disappointed. If you're going to look just for the one figure, you're probably going to be disappointed. But there's not too many times that I've gone yard selling or antiquing or digging or whatever you may call it, that you don't find at least somebody with something. And nine out of 10 times, it's normally a Star Wars toy and they think they have this X-wing fighter that has two of the three or two of the four wings, and it has you know no canopy, and and they think and well, how much? Well, fifty dollars. Well, no, <laughs> that's not how it works. But what else do you have other than that? And that's how I've got, and that's how I acquired a ton of my collecting was just doing it that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, so uh, kind of a take on the uh, if your house is burning down, but uh, if you're going broke, you got to sell everything you have. Uh, what's the one piece you don't sell? I, I will. I will never sell uh, my Trailbreaker original G1 in the box. Everything else can go. Oh, cool. Now, is this from the prom? It, from, yes. Not not the prom, but the, <laughs> the 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 few days prior to the prom. Yep, that's exactly it. It's that's it. Trailbreaker and Wheeljack and Prime started it all for me. Um, now, sadly enough, that those the the other two they they were broke. They fell broke. Did something. They weren't in real good shape. So I, I actually sold them a long time ago. But the but it, it's just that one piece that you always have, and you sit there and you hold and. 
it, it's kind of a funny story. I don't have it yet, and this is going to sound so stupid, but I, it's kind of a funny story. I remember being in a Kmart when I was a kid, and when Batman Returns was coming out, the Catwoman figure was real hard to find. And I, I finally found it in Kmart, and I sat there, pulled it off the peg, had it in my hand, and some old lady came and grabbed it out of my head and just kind of mine. Damn. And I mean, put it in her cart and went and checked out. And I'm just sitting there, just what? like bottom lip shivering, just as a little kid. Like, like, like my buddy's going, "What just happened?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but I think I, I haven't paid for it yet. But I just got robbed." <laughs> and, and oddly enough, I have steered clear. I mean, and that figure's only ten bucks. It's nothing. It's not some rare piece that you can't find or you have to give an arm and a leg for. But I found it on an online, like one of those Facebook auction sales the other day for five bucks. And I was like, man, it won't go for five bucks. So I bought it. So it's on its way here. So I don't know. I mean, I may just crawl up into a little ball once I see it and have a bad flashback. But that could be the toy that I'd run out of the house if it's burning down with just because, well, bad things have happened when I've held it. So. Well, right on, Jeremy. Well, I thank you so much for your patience, man. Of course, as as you know, this show we're always <laughs> behind. I'm if people don't know, I'm running behind in my entire life all the time. So this is this is nothing new. But I really appreciate your patience. It's been a pleasure having you on, man. So no, before, thanks for having me. Thank you all so much for yeah, doing thanks, what Jeremy. you do. It's it's a it's a thankless job of what you do. And there's many times that I get to ride in my car and be entertained while it's boring. So thank you all very much. It's a pleasure, buddy. Thank you for coming on. So thanks. Uh, so Jeremy, one second before you go there, just sure. wanted to know: Did you ever get the carded the blank from Dick Tracy line? Did you ever get one of those? Nope. Okay. It's, so you're still it's still. Yep, I've had a loose one. It sits there and. Stares at me, but Taunt you. I, I, Very it's, cool. I refuse to pay that price for it. One yeah. day I'm going to find it at a flea market. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would think if there's anything that like people wouldn't understand the value of, it would be a carded blank, you know. Cool. Yeah, that's the funny. I mean, I see carded Dick Tracy or uh, whatever. Mumbles. Yeah, any of those. And they're like, yeah. oh, this is a... These are rare, hundred dollars. I'm like, do you oh, have geez. one that doesn't have a face? That's really. Just, I'll I'll give you a hundred dollars for that one. I, I had I bought the whole set when I was a kid with uh, from Toys R Us, dollar ninety eight each with the red stickers. And for some reason, I had the whole set. <clears throat> I uh, had a pin to my wall, and uh, some reason I, I needed money that week, so I returned them. And I didn't even have the receipt. I only got. Jeff, they ended up giving me Jeff your money. It was a total, you know, waste. I had to buy something else. So the my plan kind of backfired. But yeah, I, I had a whole set of those when I was a kid. So I'm kind of kicking myself. So, oh well, oh. what are you gonna do? Now, just curious, what's uh, what's the current market value of a the blank? The blank, a, the Madonna, yeah. the elusive Madonna figure. Yep. Oh. Last one I saw sold on eBay was twelve hundred. Yeah. What? Jesus Christ. We're, we're, we're talking cards, though. You know, we're talking cards. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like I said. Like and and Jerry, you say you tend to focus on quality, right? Like yeah. you want your shit as mint as possible. 
I tr- I try to. It's yeah. it doesn't all, but I would take one that just came out of a dog's mouth that was still sealed just to say <laughs> that I had one. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, Jeremy, I just want to say, I mean, I, I really love your coll- your collection picks. I mean, all your all your carded figure, all your carded turtles, your cops. Uh, you know, the the Dick Tracy set. I mean, all that stuff is just really awesome for you to continue to build, you know? Thanks. Thank you very much. All right, brother man. Well, hopefully we will talk to you again very soon. Absolutely. You all have a good rest of your night. Good luck. And thank you all again so much. All right, buddy. Thank Thank you. Thanks. All right. See ya. Right on. All right. Well, let's uh, go. Sorry to cut you off there, but I think I'm going to have to jump out. Oh, I don't know if you noticed, right, I've been muting so out real bad because I'm coughing like every 30 seconds. So I'm hacking up real bad. Oh, right. so, I'm sorry. Yeah, I that's you all good. You weren't feeling that great. So I I appreciate you hanging in there for as long as you did, man. Yeah, well, man. I'm well, definitely happy do, to be here. Let's do a, uh, let's do a, um, you know, a, a goodbye. No, for, you don't have to do a goodbye. Do, we'll do a trip. <laughs> I just popped on randomly. I'll just pop out randomly. That's how I roll. <laughs> No, we got to say goodbye, man. We got to say goodbye. No, it's an honor. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. No, just have host. me back on instead. Just don't do a goodbye. Just have me back on later. All right. right. Well, let's fucking hang up it. on him now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. Trying to, to like fucking goodbye. be nice. <laughs> like, Slage was here, but just fucking hang up on him. <laughs> Edit that. That's what I want yeah. right there. Yeah, but look, seriously, thanks, you guys. We hung up on his ass. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, guys, and, uh, you know, thanks, Brian, and everybody else that's there. I can't even keep track of how many guys we got on here. I know. But, I can't uh, even see right, everybody on the screen. A good crew, man. We got a good crew in here, that's for sure. Hit that Fork, clinic. Yeah. Hit that clinic, get a flu yeah. shot or whatever the hell you need. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you guys take care, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, soon. man. You too, Mike. See you, buddy. Right. Yep, later. Later, See man. you, bud. Yeah, I was just looking at that blank figure on eBay. Last one that sold was fourteen hundred bucks. It's crazy. It's just because people there people can't get it, you know. So it's it's, it is what it is. If there's only one of them up there and you really want it, and you're just so tired of not completing your collection, you just click the darn button, you know. (laughs) And years ago, I talked to a lady from the carded one of the grading companies, and I just asked. I was like, "How many of those do you all get?" And and she said she was she was like there's only like fifty of them known to be graded in the world. Wow. And she says they wow. think just just on comparisons of stuff they get in and what they talk with, they think there are only like maybe two hundred of them in the world. Wow, yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Which if wow. that if that got out, I would think that thing would go up to three thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, but, no shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. I mean, there are collectors out there with the means to do that. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's you. You see them. I mean, there's the one percent or whatever. I mean, they'll probably just go on eBay and like, yep, I need that. Just buy now. <laughs> blah blah blah. Yep. You know, fucking crazy. All right. Well, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go at the end of the show here. We got two more guests. We're gonna go from zero to a hundred. So we're gonna bring on uh, my good friend Dan Shea, uh, better known as Grim Shea. He's been on a couple episodes of ours. Uh, most notably, our first uh, live episode or recorded live from San Diego Comic Con episode. Uh, he does not collect toys. 
so we won't be talking about collecting toys. We're going to talk about a little, a uh, few of our memories, and then we're going to go. Our one hundred will be uh, Alias Angel, Alias. That nice. Just is an insane collector, and so uh, most out of all of us, probably the insane collector. <laughs> hey, Mister Shay. Hey, what's going on? Is this Slick McFavorite? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Ready to careen into your interplanetary uh, telestial uh, body there. Well, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to ask permission before you careen into my <laughs> intercelestial globular body. What you two? Mm-hmm. Get it? But uh, yeah, me me too. I wasn't I was uh, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna help you because in my opinion your time was up. <laughs> uh, so we just had uh, we just had Vern uh, ask about um, how somebody that doesn't collect toys <laughs> is part of the. Uh, Tip anniversary show of Open Your Toys cast, and so I was just going to explain to him um, how we kind of know each other. And uh, yeah, tell us we, some uh, dirt. Tell us some dirt on Slick McFavorite. <laughs> oh, oh, he might actually have some, some good dirt. Uh, the kind of crew, core crew of friends, my all my graffiti artist friends were all a year older than me in high school. And so I had known Dan a long time, and my senior year was kind of like, oh, eh, all my friends are gone. And so we started kicking it quite a bit, right? We would we would go and get stoned considerably. I don't know. Do you put that out there on your show? Do you? Uh, talk about I, your I, no one's asked but yeah, yeah. i got i got no reason to hide it hey mom okay good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean we would just get stowed 24 7 he had a, a cool group of friends that kind of took me in and then i think where we really i got am shocked close, <laughs> that that's how we know one another yeah that's i am so shocked <laughs> and then and then where we really got close was when did you get that house over uh off of manal or wherever that was oh geez was, that would have been uh like uh, 1995 so like right out of high school you moved into that house yeah more like i i actually i remember i was still wearing my cap and gown and i ran to a payphone <laughs> to check to see if i had like passed the roommate test like i'd you know, gone over and met them and said, hey, I need a place to stay tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, it was literally like that week. Yeah, so he, his was uh, one of the first, like, like true bachelor pads that I would kick it when I came back from school and stuff like that. He's the man that turned me on to Cooper Libres, uh, Black Lights. Like you, that that fucking every stereotype of a '90s bachelor pad you can think of. We had a whole room probably devoted to it. The, the furry posters, the posters that were black lit and they had they were had like fuzzy. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those were yeah. right next to the uh, Magic Eye 3D yeah. posters. Yeah, and the, the lava lamp and uh... oh, oh god, yeah, everything but sex. <laughs> it was very close to perfect. 
Oh man. So yeah, we uh we spent a lot of amazing times there. And then um I had I gone to Comic Con already before I knew that you were in San Diego. Do you remember how we hooked up after we started going to Comic Con? Yeah, I do remember. I think you had been going to Comic Con at least a year or two. Uh, but yeah, we had kind of lost touch right after I moved out to San Diego, and I think you uh, you were still uh, up in northern New Mexico. I don't know if you put that out there, but yeah, you were still oh, going where to school. I went to school. Yeah, out, oh, I, out in the boonies. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and somehow we lost touch, and then yeah, I think once I accepted the internet as being a thing, I I I thought like, hey, I bet you know, Jay, uh, slick target whatever whatever name you're going by at the time i know he was he, he was pretty good on the old computer boxes so i think i started like googling you or i somehow i came across like uh like like an email address from a job posting or i forget what it was but yes yeah, somehow then we reconnected over email and you said oh i go to comic-con every single year <laughs> Yeah, and fucking, so we met up uh, the next time we were out there. Didn't even realize one of uh, one of the other friends from that house was also living out there. Now him, uh, what, is, what does Mark go by on your show? Uh, Mark E. Mark So e. that no one can find him. <laughs> by going by his first name and his last initial. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, but one word. So the way yeah, it's written, all- it just looks like Mark. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's actually kind of the true nerd. So we we had gone and visited Dan, but Dan just and and still to this day, right? You don't have a lot of interest in San Diego Comic Con. I mean, I know you go and you represent your news outlet because now you get press passes. Yeah, yeah. But, it was a shame to lose. <laughs> but and and it's primarily the crowds, right? You're just yeah, not yeah. And, a and, and, fucking you know, hundred and fifty thousand person kind of person. Yeah. And as someone who, you know, I you know, did my first one twelve, thirteen years ago, you know, going back every year, I see it's a change. It's not what it was. It's still so much cool stuff to do there. There really is. Uh, but yeah, as, as the crowds get bigger, my attention and patience just keep going down. Uh, so I still hit it up at least, uh, you know, once or, you know, one or two days, uh, every year, but yeah, I, I, I admit my enthusiasm for it is, is, has waned and probably started to wane after the first year. <laughs> I was going to say, it was like pulling teeth to get you to go that first time you went. I think even like the first time you were planned to meet us there, you just didn't show up. You're just like, yeah, no. Uh, that uh, sounds like my uh, MO. But uh, like I say, Dan was on our first Comic Con show. So this was actually when we drove out to San Diego. Um, So 16 hour drive straight through. Um, It was one of the only times we brought our recording equipment out. And we recorded at Dan's house. Turned us on to the whole outdoor movie thing, getting a projector and just, I think you used a sheet. We use like a, a fucking shower curtain 
when we do it here now, you know, but totally amazing having a little drive-in theater in your backyard. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a journey, you know, like I say, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, the show's 10 years old, but our relationship is Jesus Christ. When would I, I'm thinking here, 92, 91, somewhere. Probably. I mean, you know, we were, we were in each other's orbit in middle school. So could have been in as early as 1979. (laughs) (laughs) so we'll we'll ask you um i'm gonna ask you a couple of these uh uh caked up questions here and we'll uh tailor them away from toys um but get you involved here uh what was the last thing you bought that you really liked the last thing i bought that i really liked yep uh, I mean, would that include like, like food? If I had a really nice yeah, meal, yeah, just, just anything. <laughs> the last thing you bought that you really liked. Oh, oh my God. I probably shouldn't, uh, probably shouldn't overthink this, but now it's far too late for that. Let me see. This is, has got to say some, you know, actually the last time I bought something that I was really excited, like had anticipation waiting to get here, uh, was probably just a few weeks ago. And I bought a couple sets of, uh, floating LED lights. Oh, like waterproof, uh, standalone, battery powered, but remote control operated. Those LED lights, and I thought, well, this is this is a game changer for the pool. <laughs> and yeah, I had that like old school because you know I'm human. If I or if I want something, and especially if you like mail order it, and with Amazon, it's great like the next day. But still, it's that kind of like ooh. I'm going to check that front door every 15 minutes till it's sitting there. Kind of like, ooh, 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 it's coming. I can't and wait. I was say, I can't wait to go in the pool and turn on my lights. <laughs> yep, it's going to be LED magic. It it wasn't really, but it wasn't bad. But definitely did not live up to the hype, but I don't, and no regrets. Uh, and... Yeah. Other than that, yeah, I've had a couple of I've had a couple of nice steak dinners that really treated me well since then, I guess too. <laughs> well, that's going to lead into. So, what's the last thing you bought that you really disliked? Was it? It, it doesn't sound like it was the LED lights, and definitely not the steaks. But what's the last thing you bought that you really disliked? That I really disliked. Oh boy, you know I hate to think I ever buy anything that I dislike, but. Oh, let me see. Just recently, oh, but now I, I, I'm still like subconsciously trying to think of something that's like a toy, something I want. But <laughs> no, it was anything. just for a very selfish. Did you, buy, me. did you buy some chips? And you're just like, oh, these <laughs> chips are real. Well, the closest I think uh, I had to, I uh, one of my brake lights went out. So I went to the store and, you know, being very, very handy, of course, I, I even at in the parking lot of the Pep Boys or whatever, I, I, I went into the trunk and I pulled out what I assumed was my brake light bulb, <laughs> took it out, brought it in with me, bought a set of two new ones. I was so confident and also by myself, so I couldn't check it. Uh, I just threw them in the car. I went home and switched them out. 
And then uh, when like a roommate came home, I said, "Hey, come check, come confirm for me. I got this fixed." He's like, "No, no, that light's not on." <laughs> so turns out I bought two turn signals, <laughs> and what I had to drive around, you know, minus a minus a brake light for another couple of days till I finally got around to uh, going back to Pet Boys. How did you find out that your brake light was out to begin with? Oh, uh, somebody somebody I work with told me as I was driving away. Oh, that's nice. Probably about a year and a half ago. But then, you know, like it occurred to me again later. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and, and we stated it a little different for collectors. But if your house was on fire, what what's the one thing that you uh, – and you could only take one thing – what would that thing be? Okay, see now with questions like this, and first of all, thank you guys very much for tailoring these just for me. <laughs> when when all you had to do was get marquee instead, and you could have used all the regular questions. Uh, but now with a question like this, I want to establish like, do I ha- is do I have to grab my dog, or is my dog coming with me? No, your dog. That's a given. Like okay, significant other, like materialistic children, things. Pets. Okay, materialistic yeah. things. Good. Yeah. This is simplifies it. And I gotta your say, dog will, your dog will follow you as you run out. <laughs> okay, good. Then I'm not. I'm not gonna worry about that. I'm not gonna think like you're gonna judge me for saying something materialistic. So it frees it up a little bit. I'm also going to assume my my phone is in my pocket. I've got a spare charger in the car. You know, I consider that to be like if I have to run out of a house and I can only grab one thing, you'd be an idiot not to bring your phone. I think. <laughs> So if I can, if we can just take it as a given that I've got my phone and maybe even my iPad mini, let's just say that's in my cargo. Shop. <laughs> so, so I'm well covered on these. Then I think I would probably grab my PlayStation. <laughs> that, that's it. Controllers included. Don't try and skunk me on that. <laughs> Uh, would you be trying to swap out the game too? You're like, okay, I can take one. <laughs> I can only, like, I can only take what's in the disc tray. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that was the least sentimental answer we've had. To that <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? That's why I said. That's why. I, that's why I got the dog off the table. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. All right, Dan. Well, as as you're well aware of, we're running ridiculously late tonight, but we, yeah. we thank you for coming on. You are as entertaining as I would have imagined you to be. Oh, I, I, I'm you. hoping everybody enjoyed your company as much as I did. I um, too. I still have such great memories of that first Comic-Con show, and I, I want to thank you again for letting me be a part of that. Uh I want to say I, I even listened to it again within the last year. So it's, oh, wow. it's been that much a part of me. Oh, that means a lot, Dan. Thank no, you. Or no, thank you. And listen, hey, congratulations. Ten years. That's nothing to laugh about. You probably aren't going to live another ten. So I want you to remember <laughs> every day is special. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to take up any more time. I know you got other people to get to. Uh, I was hoping we could talk about Kavanaugh, but I'll just let that lie for the next episode. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Yes, I'm, I'm glad Mrs. McFavorite is not on because she would love to talk to you about Kavanaugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, brother. And you're more than welcome to hang out, have a laugh, stay on if you want. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and bring our next guest on, man. Oh, my God. I'd be honored. I'll try and shut up. Thank okay. you, Dan. Yeah. No, thank sure you, guys. There's no goddamn dogs barking in the background. Let's make sure of that. How about that? All right. I'll, I'll, I'm just going on mute, but I'm going to listen to every word you guys are saying. <laughs> right um, Lotus, you've been running kind of guest management in the back. Who are we bringing on? Let's try to call AAA. Hey! Hello, guys. AAA? What's up, hey. Hey. How are you guys? What's good. up, buddy? How are you? Good, good. And uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, not co-hosting the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for your patience, Ed. Sorry, it's as you know with this show, it's mm-hmm. yeah, no it's it's been fun. <laughs> uh, All right, well, everybody knows Alias Angel Alias, but we haven't talked to you in a while. So, what's been going on, man? Uh, just been buying a lot of stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and selling a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's a balance yeah. in the force, it's, you know that. So exactly, <laughs> it's it's all about buy sell balance, right? Mm-hmm. That is correct. We see those painted joints on the masters figures you don't like. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a that's a touchy subject, isn't it? Yes, indeed, that is <laughs> true. Oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of people are complaining about those. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think he dropped off. We had Jeremy Seabolt on here, and he was talking about he just got his, and like most of them are so loose they can't stand. Oh. I don't know. Have you been having that problem with yours? No, they're they're okay. The um, the joints are able to maintain the the figure's balance. Okay, I mean not tight as I want, and it's not as loose as you know. It's, it's just as a happy medium. You may give you a little a little hint on how to keep joints tight. This is true. Yeah, sure. S- super glue. This is what you do. You put super glue in joints, and you and you maneuver the joint for about two minutes. The super glue will not will not harden. Uh, mm-hmm. The joint's stiff, but if you do it for about two minutes, it'll harden inside of there enough to make the joint tight again. That's I did it to nice. many many Mego figures and many vintage figures. It works like a charm. Yeah, All but right. you don't want to. You don't want to do that to a brand new figure, though. I know, but I mean, if you want them to stand, you know what I mean. Like, if that's yeah, but, that, but the point is, you know, you guys shouldn't have to. Like, I'd be, that's I'd true. be really. Yeah, upset. we shouldn't. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I think, uh, and I think Besides maybe joints. Jeremy. I think uh, Jeremy was talking about the classics ones, whereas you didn't you didn't get any of the classics, right? Just the two filmation, just um, no, I didn't. Man. But you know, Mattel had in the past with the classic line, they had some loose joint, and I got a few of them when I buy them on the uh, secondary market. And a lot of people say that they came like buy all the classics, then you get them all. Yeah, I went back oh, and bought them all. I bought most of them. I bought all the main core characters. That's and it hurts. It hurts real bad. <laughs> but I, I wanted them real bad. So it's like, I, I, I came in late in the picture. So, yeah. hey. Secondary yeah, market that, price. That Fisto. Oof. That Fisto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Fisto. All right. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, let's skip some of the kind of generic ones. I know you you got to go soon. Uh, but uh, what's the last thing that you bought that you really love? Um, let's see. I, I you know what? I I want to tell you a little something. I sold all my Marvel Legend figures recently, and then when I went to uh, Walgreens, I found the thing action figure from the Fantastic Four, which led me getting the rest of the team. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> Wasn't the Invisible Woman a Walgreens exclusive? Yeah, they're all Walgreens too, so I drove like, I think four or five Walmart to get them all. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, not Walmart, Walgreens, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, did that, done it. So that was that was something you really loved. What was the last thing you were well, and maybe we've already talked about it, last thing you bought that you're really disappointed in? Um, well, here's the thing. I usually I do a lot of research before buying anything. Therefore, I'm pretty much expect what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> because I know what I'm getting into. If there's disappointed that mm. I like the character, then I'm still gonna get it. But um, if I see that there's a character I didn't need to get, but it was kind of fun, I still kind of make up some story that I needed to get it. And then I'm expecting <laughs> those flaws with it. You know? Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> so that's, that's the best way I can answer that question. So, <laughs> so but the filmation, though, that obviously yes. caught you by surprise. You're the only um, person I've seen post about it. But well, actually, it, it didn't because I had other filmation figures in, in the line, and mm. and for that paint trip, uh, paint chipping on the joint, this has been happening on um, Mythic Legions figures, and oh, that's no news to me. So, that. and I saw that. Hey, why did you ask paint these joints? Just like don't paint them and just find the perfect color to match these. It's ridiculous, but so when I got these, like, oh, so they pulling this? Okay, that's it. I wasn't like completely upset. I just okay, cost saving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, I won't. I won't tolerate any bad talk about Mythic Legions here. This is Brian. <laughs> this is Brian Brink, by the way. It's good oh to, yeah, sorry. It's good to we talk to you in even... person. Hi, Brian. <laughs> and I, I didn't say they're bad. That is the only thing I felt that they, uh, well, what most I said bad thing is about Super Seven. They didn't do it, but Mythic Legion has had this happen. I didn't complain about it. I just okay, maybe you guys you shouldn't paint it, but that's it. Yep. But the, the maybe they just feel that maybe they just feel the collectors are just going to keep them in package and not display them. You know what I mean? Or move them around. Yeah. I mean, they have to know that the paint's going <laughs> to chip. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, because, I mean, you can do tolerances to do right. that, and then maybe the paint's just too thick. Like, I mean, how are you going to be able to do, you know, tell how much a guy is going to paint the joint, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But Yeah, like on an assembly line or something. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, now as a as a big discussion point here, <laughs> what does your significant other think of your collecting? As a very small answer out of control. It's it's the fact, you know, it's out of control. <laughs> well, what about I'm surrounded with toys. Have, she knows you have the sickness. Um 
Yeah, she she also knows that I'm selling like crazy. You're buying like crazy, right? Uh she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sees boxes comes in. What about the calico critters, though? Though she likes. Yes, that, right? yes. I kind of, to be honest, I sucker her, sucker punch her into him, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then that way there's an excuse that she's getting something, and I'm does, getting. Does your wife collect anything? Is she into anything like that, or? No, actually, she no? she likes food and traveling. So okay, yeah. so she's not a collector at all. No, not at all. Gotcha. Well, and I would say, like you say, she likes food. She is a collector of food. They, I mean, she's so been going crazy. <laughs> she's been going crazy with her blog, man. I mean, oh, you follow? Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's, she's been she's going a, crazy a food, with that. food critic, food connoisseur, whatever. Just, she loves that stuff, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and let's see, we're going to save that for last. Uh, let's not talk about valuable stuff. Uh, so this has been kind of a main contention is, uh, so I know you collect whatever you love. Mm -hmm. So let's more focus on like right now. Right now, what is uh, what are a few lines that are kind of the focus of your collecting? Um, wow. Focus. Like, oh, my last haul is consists of Figma, there's Dragon Ball Z SH figure arts, there is DX Shogun YF-19 Macross fighter, I have a Shogun, um, what is that, Vol Voltus 5 just came in, and, um, and then of course, thank you Slick for the two Filmation figures. Um, sorceress and the uh, merman uh, you know it's pretty broad I mean and I just picked up these fantastic four and I bought the figma uh, Kasumi I, you know what it's it's all over the place <laughs> <laughs> it is um, I just love like different art if you can say toys art so so uh, have you been following the New York comic-con news Yes, I have. And I, um, I, let me see. If there's anything I like in there, it's going to be very little because that's all they really showing us. Um, there's General Grievous. There's yes. General Kenobi. Okay, yes. there's two now. She Ra. Uh, what Wars. about the Masters Ultimates? Uh, wait, hold on. Come <laughs> 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 again. Uh, Shira and Ephisto. And then I will say that's it. Four figures out of the whole entire con for me. And then I have to have to express something because what I just discussed, what I just said is my favorite. Now, my not so favorite of this thing is I would like to call this the world of reissues. Okay. <laughs> this next year is about all about reissue. And it's not my favorite kind of news. Reissue. Um, uh, one of the most. Um, divisive issues in the collecting community is split like right among each other it's 50 percent who have them and then 50 percent who want them okay mm -hmm. um i have a fig i have a friend who uh collects transformer g1 toys and um he kept this all himself until one day he blew up when they released the um reissue the g1 tripticon he was so pissed because he paid heavy price on that thing and now He's taking a hit. 
So, um, and then when he saw <laughs> when he saw the uh, G1 um, Hot Rod Devastator or whatever starts to first start hitting the market and his face, you know, you know, it's gonna blow up because <laughs> he he's a G1 purist and all his collection is very valuable. And he bought them in like in box and he do whatever he can to get a hold of a best condition that he can get. So. And when he see these guys comes out, and it, it really hurts him really bad. And, um, and now next year, <laughs> we're getting you know Black Series six in Bobo Fett. Uh, what I got uh, Pilot Luke yep. Yoda, mm-hmm. uh, a three point seven five inch Dark Revan, three point seven five inch Gormorian Guard, Super Sevens reissuing He Man and Skeletor, and With additional accessories. Yeah, and I walked over to Walmart the other day. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I saw these SDCC exclusive, supposedly, five-point articulations of a Transformer, uh, what do you call it, Titan Returns plastic toys. They used to be in the, in the five-pack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the vinyl, the yeah. vinyl yes, figures. the vinyl figures. figures. And they're now like just, SDCC exclusives? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's no such thing as exclusive. There's no such thing as, like, you know, you got these products early because you're a hardcore fan. No, man, because they're throwing these stuff back out because it's easy. It's an easy win. It's easy way to get yeah. your money. And 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 I, I fall under the percentile because I'm a fan. If I if you are a fan, you have already purchased these. I, mm. I purchase all these. And then all of a sudden I see these things comes out. I was like, oh wow, this is insane. I mean, imagine like a guy like me who dive in because I'm a I love the classic uh, Motu figures and I, I start buying them. I'm two thousand eight hundred dollars in a hole right now. And what if <laughs> <laughs> Super Seven said, "Hey, you know what? I'm redoing Fisto, Shadow Weavers, or whatever. All those characters all over again." It's like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Peter, in the, in the in the realm of collectors, we have a, a saying called "patient saves pockets." Oh yes, and I see one the place. <laughs> yep, and and one of the things we've learned is everything gets reissued. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Ryan, mm-hmm. I'm trying that so hard right now with Frankenstein. I know I keep bringing Frankenstein up, yep. but God damn it, I'm not paying forty dollars for Frankenstein. I'm patiently waiting for him to come back again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call the the post for this episode Frankenstein. I don't think I'm gonna wait for him because it's around Halloween too. It's making it even worse for me. But I don't know, man. It's crazy. I haven't wanted a figure this bad in so long. <laughs> I looked for you today. Thank you. And there, there wasn't it. There wasn't any I monsters. I haven't found them anywhere. It, it was all Tooties, Charles, <laughs> Charlie's Angels, yeah, and yeah, like Norm, a, Norm from Cheers. Band. Yeah, all the hot sellers. <laughs> you know, guys, right. you know, I, I want to say one last thing here. It's like, remember the time when a new wave of figures just hit us, okay? And in the wave, we get to experience, like, each figure as new. That time I'm talking about is, like, um, the Vintage Collection series, where Hasbro's, when we got the first time we get these Vintage Collection waves, we're like, I'm cracking each one of these open, going like, wow, this is so great. There's no reissue, definitely. Yeah. They're all creative individual figure and individual character. It's been modern sculpt. And today, I feel like I just need to cherry pick the wave. And because of all these repacks and reissue figures, 
that it's already been pig warming. I mean, you look at it. There's Rogue One figures sitting there, and they're repacking a whole bunch of like the uh, Last Jedi figures, or they're you know from the Black Series three point seven five inch. But they put him in a card, you know. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I have him in a card now, right? But I, I don't need this. I already opened this figure. I experienced this. You just trying to like do a magic trick like a fancy packaging in front of me i'm like and then i have to store it no i have space for this clown stuff i experienced this go I away i think you have to look <laughs> at the figures that they're doing that to though peter because if you if you think about it like the figures that are extremely hard to get say like you know the original black series boba fett you don't see them re-releasing jen or so you know what i mean you're not going to see them re-releasing like uh krennic or any of those guys it's going to be the harder to get guy i mean obviously skeletor and he-man those figures sold out like within five minutes of uh, you know release. They're gonna you know you know they're gonna re-release those guys. You know? Are you talking about the yeah. filmation Skeletor? Yeah, know? yeah, the filmation. Yeah. I mean, there there was you know, like Brian was saying, it's the waiting game. It's like some some guys need to have it now, but if you wait, you know, sometimes you know it pays to wait. But I I, I feel I, for you. I know I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> believe me, I get what you're saying. But I think if you look at the big picture. And you look at the figures that are being re-released; they're the figures that are extremely, generally hard to get at the beginning. And and these companies know that that people are are you know extremely you know uh, eager to get these figures and buy and want them. So so at some point they're going to re-release but, them. You know, actually, didn't He Man and Skeletor was managed by Maddie Collector, and that was posted on the Mattel store, yeah. right? Yeah. For yeah. for several for a long months. Time. Yeah. Long time. So, these people, I, I mean, I'm not one of them, but they should have the opportunity to already bought them. I think they restock these a lot, quite a bit. Not, not the, not the vintage no. style figures. The, the original classics they did for a couple years, but once they sold out and they were gone, uh-huh. they just skyrocketed in price. They, they just went up. You, can, you couldn't get them for reasonable prices. Yeah, the filmation sold out immediately. Yeah, the filmation's always been uh, high price to get. They they popped back up on not Maddie Collector but on Mattel's mm-hmm. website, mm-hmm. but then sold out yeah. there like as soon as yeah. word got out, they, they sold gone. out in an hour on there too. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, the filmation were the filmation never hung around; they were gone instantly. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I've got them, and I hope mine still holds up compared to Super Sevens <laughs> when they release theirs. <laughs> They will because they're they're the originals. No matter what, I mean, even like your buddy with the G ones. I mean, they can re-release you know five commemorative G one sets, but they're never going to be as valuable as the G the originals. Yeah, and the the people that are going to spend the money are going to buy the originals. It's only cheap fuckers like me that are going to buy <laughs> reissues and, and re-releases. And, yeah. um, okay, so one more question before you go. I, I know you only got like three minutes here. Oh, geez, if, yeah. Yes. If you had to sell your entire collection, what's the one thing you would keep? Ah, uh, they're all for sale. I like I like to enjoy most of the modern update of things that I like. So nothing can sit and stay. <laughs> I mean, if if I have a brand new, new like let's say a mask cross SDF one, they remake it, and now the arms articulated, woohoo! That goes, and I'm gonna get that one. So and um, yeah, I mean everything is moving. 
If your house <laughs> is on fire, if your house is on fire, what's the one thing you grab and take out of there? Collectible wise. Yeah. yeah. Man. I'll probably just take my wife with me. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this stuff is like it's it's cool and stuff, but I I know I can um I can buy this stuff back now. Now that I know that we we issue thing comes, it's like, geez, you know, I'm just gonna buy the things I really like and not try to invest so much into like things that might value one day because I do sell a lot and I and I know value of things and and mm-hmm. I just spoke with um, Lotus about you know we just talk about uh, low quality toys. I had a conversation and I went and then I talked about um, with Jason uh, one of my questions about FSS toys. You know, yeah. and, you know, it's a three point seven nine inch, three point seven five inch toy, and I just I just don't feel like paying that much for it. Like fifty dollars, gosh, it's really killing me. I mean, so. Like I, I learned to like look, how much fifty dollars can get me? How much fun am I gonna get with this? And is it worth it? You know, and um, um, to a certain extent now I'm trying to, I'm trying to go. Okay, this item is too much. I'm not gonna get it. So it's just not with that amount of money I can buy all these other things. So yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know if I if I follow what I just said, but because I just pre-ordered the Yamato. Show of show of Shogogan, it's like three hundred dollars pop. It's a big giant paddle <laughs> shirt. I, I don't know, but I, in my mind, I think it's the definitive of all Yamato ship. It has a remote control, so it's like, hey, that's that. <laughs> it is impressive. It is impressive. All right, Triple A, okay. great talking to you, man. Triple A, thank you for so having me on. Question. Let me ask you more questions. Yes. Did you get sure. a Hasbro Jabba's barge? Uh, five hundred dollars is a lot to drop off. <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, I, do I was too curious. Much. Yes, I have a limit, and uh, I believe I talked about that in the show, one of the yeah. past episodes. It's three hundred and seventy-five dollars—the most expensive thing I ever spent on one item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you: Do you have Castle Grayskull? <laughs> too big. Don't want yeah. it. It's just the hollow okay, plastic. I was going to say because <laughs> Mountain's probably going to be like five hundred when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I as a kid, I used me and my brother used to own one, and it freaked my brother out because he's too young. We returned it. We returned the thing, and I know he couldn't sleep. And you know, I constantly use a microphone and I like, scare him. And my mom's like, you know, stop it, stop scaring your brother. And you know, so we had to return it to. Um, I think it was Lino Play World back then. So. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't need these big places. I have no place to display it. But I really like diorama, though. All right, but, well, it's great talking. It's been a long time, yeah, man. And, uh, enjoy your yeah. movie, brother. Thank you, and you guys have a wonderful night. You too, man. Thanks, Thanks for coming man. on. Thank you. Have a good okay, one. we'll keep in touch. You, All okay. right, take care, bud. Bye, bye. Oh, my God. So, considering I called uh, Lotus about 15 minutes into, right before the show, it's been four hours, man, mm-hmm. talking toys. It's been yeah, amazing. but I know, you, I know you just, you just want to keep these episodes at a tight six hours, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Almost out of steam. Yep. We're going for a whole work day. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years, including an, about a year and a half of actual audio. 
<laughs> so I want to thank Lotus again. Without him setting all this up, it it wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't yeah, have thank been you, able Lotus. to keep things as thank organized you, as he did. Um, and then uh, and then I want to thank you for trying to edit this thing together because <laughs> this is. I mean, we've had edit points in the past, but this is gonna be i think i will actually listen to this episode because i i want to see the match you're not gonna remember any of it i edit this show and he never listens to anything (laughs) i can't stand hearing myself talk so at least this at least this episode is mostly not me talking i don't even use your voice i modulate (laughs) (laughs) it's not even you talking I guess I should probably listen to what I all sound like sound waivers. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, thank you, Brian, for hanging out. Dan, thank you for hanging in there as well. Thanks for having me on. It's a great time. Yeah, Hell thanks. Yeah. Yeah, been guys, fun. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been, it's been such a such a fun podcast. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for making this more than I could have ever expected. It, it's really, it's really touching that we had that many people come on, have this many amazing people listening to this show. And again, like I say, big props to you, Lotus. I couldn't have done these last couple of years without you. And Vern, you're 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 pretty regular nowadays, Vern. You know, and and, and for two years almost, I edited the show too. So apparently, I, oh, I, I, I did totally no love for that. But I, I for like a solid two years. So oh, oh, like the it. cheek of it. Yeah, yeah I'm but awful. Lotus definitely does a better job. <laughs> <laughs> I I completely forgot about that, Vern. Thank oh yeah, you so free much. <laughs> Yeah, it, seriously though, it's it, I love I love getting on here with you guys, and you know Lotus has brought such a, a great dynamic to our show, um, not just the editing, but just you know his views and everything else. So it's it's been you know uh, I guess I've been on here what two years now maybe um, you know so it's been awesome. Well, man. if you edited it for two years, yeah, I, guess I mean you've been it's on long, here for it's longer long. than that. Right? You know what's crazy is is I never told you this, but um, when you took a break, <clears throat> you know uh, when, when you had the baby and all that. I actually considered sending you a message, like, because, you know, we were buddies and all. We talked all the time. I actually yeah. considered sending you a message, like, probably, like, three or four months before you reached out to me to restart the show. I actually was going to send you a message saying, hey, man, you know, what do you think about restarting the show, you know, in a different dynamic? And I was like, nah, it's not my place to do that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I never did it. But, like, the day you sent me, like, when I opened that email, I was like, holy fuck, like, this is awesome. This is exactly what I was thinking, you know what I mean? Like, it was so cool that that out of all the people, you know, that you wanted to restart the show with, you chose me to, as one of those people. And I really want to thank you because, you know, I, I cherish our friendship, but, you know, um, just as much, you know, the show uh, uh, the show wouldn't be what it is without you and Jessica, you know, and, and the way it started and all that. So, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm always honored to be on the show. And I know I haven't been as regular, but... Life happens, but, you know, just know I'm as dedicated now as I was when I first started a couple years ago. Aw, thank you, Vern. You the man, Vern. (laughs) (sighs) All right, guys, I better cut off here, but uh, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, look forward to your comments when we post the show up. 
spread this shit around. This is this is what it's all about, right? Yep. Yep. All right, and you know what? Thank you again, guys, for letting me uh, come in and be a little part of this. It's uh, yeah, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to stick around till whenever Slick finally gets off the phone, but I got to go edit our own show. So fuck you, Slick. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even have you promote your show. God damn it! So I don't want anyone else. listening to that garbage. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was gonna say I was thinking, man, Dan's got a good voice for a podcast. I was, you know what? I was thinking that myself. Yeah, I like, yeah. I, I just turn it into sound wave by the time the finished product comes out. Though. <laughs> He's in like a professional studio and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's got like a legit voice, man. Oh, guys, I'm touched. Now, you know what? I think I'm going to listen to this episode. You sold me. You just, you do that to another two million people, you got a fucking hit. All right, I'll modulate your voice too, so that way you can listen to it. Oh, God, that sounds good. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you very much. Good night. And uh, yeah, I'm going to keep my eyes open for this. Uh, And then, yeah, call me next show and we'll talk about Kavanaugh. I cannot wait. I've got so many notes. Hey, you and Jessica, you and Jessica can get in that conversation. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. guys. Good night. Whatever time zone you're in, I still get plenty of time. Bye. Oh my god! Okay, well, good. We got we got rid of all the slackers. All right, so it's listen, only can, the can important I play, people. Can left. I play the "It's My Anniversary" song at the end? <laughs> I got it loaded up on my phone. I'm ready to play it, man. I I've I played it at the beginning. Let's play it at the end. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. All of our guest stars have have just blown my mind. This is what it's all about. This is why we do this. So. Uh, we will see you sooner rather than later. Or later, later rather than sooner. Sooner. Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> I couldn't know.